And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest, the queen of clean, Jenna Kim Jones, the hashtag master general, Alan Moss, the rootin' tootin' Dustin Gooten, and Chef Jeff will tell us a story of how he lost his virginity to a plate of spaghetti. I'm Daniel Quantz, the man of this house, and if you don't like it, you can go live with your mother, telling you to slap leather... Hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do we need to dance again? Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little Pringles cans. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I want to welcome my guest. Hello, Dustin Goot. Hello. I'm excited. I, I got a sneak peek at a story that's coming from you, and I'm excited, and we're all excited. I'm excited, too, but not you as excited, excited as I was during the story, which <laughs> will all Ooh. be... I think we'll all be happy for when once we know the details. Yes, cannot wait. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hi, Alan. Good evening. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Whoa. Kudos on that intro. Oh, that's thank the you. best one yet. Yeah. That one was kudos, Daniel, as well. I noticed you fully banished the weenie Daniel intro. <laughs> it's like you're you're going Fuck full it. man now. Fuck it. I'd seen you backing away from it in previous well, weeks. I gotta say, we uh, Allison and I spoke about it and it was like, this thing only works if I just commit. Well, wait. Get to that in a second. Hello, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Hello. Where, where am I? <laughs> there you are. All right. Now we can go back to that. Yes, mm. Daniel and I had a conversation pulling back the curtain and I said, it doesn't work if you are just going to just coast, you know, you got to sell it a hundred and I well, might've gone 150. <clears throat> I ne- definitely did more than 110. Cause I feel like a hundred and today's 110 is the is, new 100. That's it, right. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yes. It's not enough anymore. I think that, uh, like when I first did it, seven is the new eight hour work day. Yeah. When I first did it, I wasn't thinking I would do it every show. <laughs> And so then for a few shows, it was like, oh, I'm doing this every show now. And now it's just like, fuck it. Podcast, Pedal to the metal. Podcast audiences and your wife are like three-year-olds in that if you do something yeah, that we like, we're going to need you to do it again forever. and again. Well, not ever. <laughs> totally. Yeah, but we talked about how that was like, it was like your thing that you probably didn't totally intend to become your thing, but then you it can just like... I mean, there are people who are spending their whole careers in their thing, you know, uh, and you right. uh, you just stepped right out of that, uh, that trap. Di- yeah, it's like it's like you were caught in a bear trap and somehow you were like you had the super strength to pry it back open. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to audition to be the new SNL uh, voice. Announcer. Yeah, you're going to rip it from the sort of loose hands. Yeah, of yeah what's his name is Daryl Hammond. Darryl, I feel like he's not doing a great job. I feel wow. like he's yeah I know hot Whoa. take right out of the gate We're going there I know Look, because I'm he's not- trying he's trying to be res- what I've heard is he's trying to be respectful of Don Pardo so he's not doing a Don Pardo yes but there's no energy you say this as someone who nails intros <laughs> I, that sounded I'm bitchy. sort of a, listen I'm sort of an intro that expert that's what I mean I mean now you know I'm a student of intros okay? God, that's this, this is. such a transformation he's going so hard he's going yeah. straight after Daryl Hammond I know, I know. <laughs> just it, things escalated should, so I sh- quickly I go for the top here I know I just, 
why play small anymore? A mere Let's do this. 18 hours ago or so. No, more like 24. You were wondering if you should even do it. I know. And now look at you attacking That's right. the so other he's lumi- like at fellow one, luminaries. 175. He's exceeding <laughs> even the, I know. the high guidance you gave. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Now, what's slap leather mean? Is that like <laughs> That's like an rocks? Old West like draw. Draw your guns. Oh. Slap leather. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah. They teach you that in Tucson Public School. I was going to say, actually. that's listen, definitely... I'm from the, listen, I'm from the Old West, okay? I grew up in the Old West. Right. You I, can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey. I love it. Thank you. Was that directed at me? <laughs> no, that is you. <laughs> that is me. That's the, the sound you make. I like that song. Like in a Western when someone goes through saloon doors and it's like... <laughs> and yours is just the eat a bag of dick song which we will bring up later because there's been quite an overwhelming demand for touch the tushy to become the next ringtone so i want to ask the audience what would you want to be the next ringtone so later on in the show we will bring that up but there was something i wanted to say a while ago which is not going to be interesting or important but god damn it it's stuck in my head so i have to get it out when you were talking about being stuck in your thing and trying to avoid your thing i heard that the ellen degeneres dancing thing that's what that is like she started doing it and people liked it and now they expect oh, it wow. of her but she doesn't she did, didn't want that to be her thing oh i didn't know that yeah that's, that's what funny. i heard, I heard yeah, this I from that. a floor manager uh, when I just used to do television in New York and I think maybe she had worked on the show and she said that it's like the thing that she has to do now. Yeah. So I wonder what I think. I feel be. like we should have a panel with like her and Conan with the string dance and just see like yes. how many people got stuck into weird dances. <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. I really I think there's a whole panel's worth on this. Right. Yeah. Michael Jackson, except I feel like we missed our chance with him. He's well, too he's, big uh, now. The hologram. We could hologram him. You're right. <laughs> it's like Mandy Patinkin in the uh, Princess Bride speech, except he seems to really enjoy it. He'll he'll do it on command. Really? Yeah, it seems. Every interview, he does it. <laughs> Did you learn that when you watched your 60 Minutes with Mandy Patinkin and his toy trains? I watch it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, all sorts of things to talk about and to get to in this show. First, just an update on Sweatpants O'Clock. So, I was thinking and... For the new listener, hello and welcome. Sweatpants O'Clock is the giant clock that counts down <laughs> when we uh, will be just doing this podcast in sweatpants. And I keep mentioning as the, you know, big hand is inching closer to Sweatpants O'Clock. We're not there yet. Both Jenna and I and Al are wearing fleece tops. That's right. But we're not wearing sweatpants on the bottom. But there it is. I can, I don't know if you guys are hearing that. And it's really coming to life. Uh, but anyway, whenever I mention it, then Alan says, the one thing I ask is, let me know when Sweatpants O'Clock yeah, happens. only fair. And I always go, oh, I will. But then I was thinking today that you might interpret that as me saying you are not welcome to wear sweatpants in my abode, <laughs> which is not at all what I mean. Oh. Just because I haven't gotten to that point yet, everyone else is totally welcome to. I almost encourage it. Yeah. So maybe that'll We should have a, a trap dog song it. for when we finally it, when the the clock hits midnight. On Would it be a song clock? or like a gong sound? I don't know. Don't Isn't there like a midnight sweatpants, song? Sweatpants, 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 <laughs> sweatpants on clock. 
All right. What would it be? Sweatpants o'clock. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Daniel's not impressed by anything we're doing tonight. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. This is the news. This is like on a loop. Yeah, right. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. I keep thinking it's over. I know. No. What I was going to say is this is the new gal chat. And then I thought. Maybe I don't want to say that about that song. By the way, some some uh, fans <laughs> or snack chat. Have, some about fans that have song. tweeted me. You can email. Um, uh, uh, oh yeah, I saw gifts that. of ba- a bag of like dicks falling. Oh, I think is what n- it is, or like gummy dicks. Gummy dicks is what Maybe I. Maybe you can send them to people. You can send them a bag of dicks. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, yeah. It's a popular for bachelorette parties and whatnot. Anyway, did We're you not- have a bachelorette party, Jenna? Um, <laughs> not the traditional ones that we see on TV and movies. The night before I got married, my friends kidnapped me, my four really close friends from New York, and we went to a movie, and it was Step Up nice. Revolution, which wow. was like the fourth sequel or something like that. It was nice. in 3D. Was it 3D? Yep. Oh, yeah. It was... It was, I remember sitting there and it was so late. It was like almost midnight. And all I'm thinking is, I'm getting married tomorrow. This movie is so dumb. But it was still kind of fun. I mean, it was so ridiculous. I don't know that movie. As well, you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dance movie where they go to the streets and create street revolutions oh. against the man. Basically, if With if dance. the ninety nine percent was going to succeed, they should have been break dancing in the streets of yeah. New York. That's right. what I learned from them. Well, that's yeah. just good science. You can stop. And it just makes sense. Yeah. It makes revolution. no sense. <laughs> oh, was that a Jenna drop? What is happening? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so wow. distracted by all the Jennas <laughs> happening. All right, I must. Further, pulling, there's there's just just ripping the curtain off. There's no curtain before left. the show. I said to Jeff. I really like the drops from the show. I'm not <laughs> sure about the more generic ones. <laughs> See, Daniel. Oh my god! Oh my god! That just rings in my head all day. Anyway, though, like, did you hear that? See, Daniel. Did you hear that just now? See, Daniel. No. Wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, See, Daniel. Uh, I'm not hearing it. <laughs> See, Daniel. Uh, when did you tap into our thoughts <laughs> and make drops out of them? These aren't drops. <laughs> these are the voices inside your head. Yeah, I mic the inside of your head. I'm now afraid yeah, to talk. I know. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Got- <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm just going to turn my, my uh, headphones down a second. Hold on, please. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's, I think that's me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I was going to ask if you drank out of a penis straw or anything, but... No, my friends didn't do any of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of poop. (laughs) (laughs) Was that talking about her nephews? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is so funny. (laughs) Well, that almost tees up a story that we're going to go into. But first, I want to address something else um, from the most recent show. And uh, it's a little bit more serious, but I just want to get it out of the way. So as you guys probably know, um, I did a segment where we played a fun little song that I thought set up the segment where I was then going to talk about Corolla things. And I've been like sort of trying to figure out how to handle that. And I'll get I'll go more into that in a second. But very mixed reaction to the segment. And if it was just a few people who didn't like it, then I would think, okay, fine. 
your haters or your this or your that. But it was enough. There was enough uh, negative response to it from people that I know are fans of the show. Uh, not hardcore negativity about it, but just not not being sure that they liked it, not feeling like it's really in keeping with who I am, that I uh, was forced to admit, I think perhaps it didn't come off the way I wanted. Maybe it was a misstep. So I'm putting that on ice for now, but I do just want to explain where that came from. Um, you know, he fired me, obviously. And had every right to do that, and it's his show to make. And I think I've I, I've said that repeatedly that I have no beef with the fact that he fired me. Um, I didn't like the way it was handled. I think everyone would agree that it was handled in a pretty fucked up way. Uh, and one of the things that was fucked up about it was the third time he addressed it on air, he did spend fifty minutes or so um, saying shit about me that was not true and that created this narrative about me that now stands that is completely anathema to who I am and to the job that I think I did on the show. And, you know, I, I was all over the place and in terms of how I wanted to handle it, you know, part of me was like, I want to get on the mic tonight and set the record straight. And then I wanted, you know, I've talked about this before that there were a fair amount of people who were like, just take the high road what he said was stupid enough that people aren't really going to believe it. And I felt like it demeaned me to go into the details and it sounded petty. And I didn't want to sound like, um, you know, the girl that got broken up with who's like, but, 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 but. Um, so I was like, you know, you're right. I'm just every, all you have to do is listen to the show. Uh, I was on there for four years and you'll get a sense of what really happened. And there were a number of people as well who I think did have a good sense of what happened. So I was just like, I am, I'm Allison Rosen. I'm your new best friend. I'm about love. I'm about positivity. I'm about friendliness and I'm not going to get into the mud. I'm just going to move forward. And I tried to do that. But the thing is, another thing I'm about is the motherfucking truth. (laughs) And if there's one thing I can't stand, it's not knowing the truth or feeling like other people don't know the truth. And unfortunately, that is, I think, one of my strengths. It's what makes me a good interviewer. It's what makes me a curious person. It's what makes me persevere and dig. But it's probably also kind of will be my undoing one day because it prevents me from having peace because if there's something that you know you and you guys have seen me do this with a number of things that I've talked about on the show um, I have to get to the bottom of things so the fact that there was this uh, to me really really inaccurate version of events presented that some people believe and that were then they were asking me about it that was really beginning to to not sit well with me. And it just, you know, imagine if you were fired from your job and then your boss told half a million people a bunch of stuff about you that you didn't believe to be true. I, it would be hard to not want to at least set the record straight just because it feels like there's an injustice there. But the thing that, you know, I, and I've gone on about how for a while I was censoring myself and not talking about it because I was nervous about what would happen if I did talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And I've already gone into that. So I talked about it a bit, 
But then there were people who were like, but what about this or what about that? Or you didn't address this, you didn't address that point. And I thought, okay, I would like to address, I addressed what to me were the two biggest points he made. Um, And then I addressed some further in my weekend show. But then there's these tiny kind of ridiculous points. Uh, But I, you know, I do still want to set the record straight. And I thought, well, you know how I can do this? I I'll do it in a way that's funny and silly and we'll make it like an ongoing segment. However, every time I talk about him, there are people who are like, oh, you're just doing this to move up the charts. You're just exploiting this for ratings. So we, which is ridiculous to me. So we incorporated that into the song as sort of a way to beat people to the punch and to show, show them that like, I know that that's what people think I am, um, doing when I talk about this. However, I think because it was in a song, it didn't come off. It just came off like we were taking a dig at him, I guess. Um, I don't know. It was weird. I don't think people had a problem with the content. I think they had a problem with the song. And I think people thought that I really am trying to juice this for ratings or something. So now I'm back to this position of, Apparent, I think that it's okay with people when I talk about it if it's clear that it's coming from a place of sincerity and that it's earnest. I think what people are not cool with is when it seems glib. I don't know. Although right now I'm not like burning up with the desire to really set the record straight about anything. I'm, there are things still that stay with me and I'm sure that those will come up at some point. So I guess to you guys I would say... Are you? Are there things you're dying to still know? Or do we all want to move on? How are we going to handle this? Daniel, you look like you want to say something. Oh, no. Well, I think um, there are a lot of fans out there that have believed you from the beginning. Yes. And, and they, it, I think they felt, <clears throat> um, they felt like, hey, what about us? Right. The fact that I would be suggesting that there are still a lot of people who don't know the truth. Right. I think it's more just um, putting it out there, not necessarily... Um, that you don't think that your fans know that you're you're being honest, or that you know they, I don't think your fans are sitting here worried about it or believing Adam. I feel like I can understand the reaction because when the song at the time the song played, even though I understood the intention, it's like it was such a uh, you know narrow um, like. It's tough to like thread that needle uh, to get yes. like exactly the right tone of like it's. I mean, you're already in song, and could they like <laughs> yeah. tone in song? In, you know, in this, uh, you know, kind of like, um, kind of funny but kind of serious. I mean, it's just like it was like a you know, like degree of difficulty of ten um, <laughs> to to take that on. And um, and as the song was playing, I was kind of thinking like. I know how I'm supposed to take this, but even as it's playing, it's in like in my brain. It's, my brain wants to take it another way. Is so your I, brain wanting to take it as a dig or as whiny? I, I have a theory. I think it's just more the I think or mean spirited. It wants it wants to take it seriously because in song, right. there's usually not a lot of irony in song. So you hear it like it's like oh I'm you know like I'm a self promoter. I'm a self promoter. I'm a self promoter, and it's like. You know, you it's like I don't know, like things in music. You it's like you assume that they're about truth because that's kind of what we associate with music, right? Unless it's like Weird Al, he's just carved out that one corner or Lonely Island, yeah. I guess, to <laughs> have a more modern reference. But yeah. it's like there's not many people that have that. In you're right, music, you can't. Yeah, so. you're right. Also, how I do think, you put giant air quotes around a song? Well, and also I think um, people know how you feel about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
for you to say, yeah, I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna do it like it's light and funny. It, it, people know how you really feel, so right. it's like, it, well, that's that's what I was gonna say before when I lost my train of thought, and I know I just cut you off, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. my show. Um, <laughs> that's what I was gonna There's say is, I think yes, <laughs> I so wish I wasn't so aware of everything I say that could be a drop right now because this <laughs> is bringing me back to four years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I see you writing that down jeff i see you i see you eyes on you that was an unrelated note i don't buy that for a <laughs> that second happened at the exact same time code as you saying something funny uh what i was gonna say is when i think about it deciding to break it up into little bite-sized portions and couching it in a song that's self-referential the whole thing is actually kind of an apology in it and despite the fact that i just made this you know <laughs> pronouncement the week before that I'm not going to censor myself it actually does come from a place of feeling like I don't have the right to talk about this unless I dress it up in a certain way so it the fact that it was taken in a way that's different than I intended maybe shouldn't be that surprising given the mood that it or given what it grew out of it did, it grew out of me um not having confidence in, I think, what I was trying to do. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> All right. Let's address a little something that happened with Dustin. I don't know how to set it up because it's I your story. Let's do it. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, that really happened. <laughs> Since I saw you all last. Oh, no. Dustin soiled my drawers. Oh, no. So sad. There's a lot of poop. Oh. <laughs> I was welcome. thinking that drop, that drop is uh, <laughs> foreshadowing <just> time. <laughs> so there was a lot of poop. There was indeed, Jenna. There was indeed. Oh, this happened? wasn't one of those oh, no. just wow. sneaky ones. It was uh, it was full bore. Oh my full god! Bore. Oh boy! So it actually, I was thinking on the way over here how uh, I would set this up, and it actually originated with the show. Um, oh wow! You know, unbeknownst to the members of the show, and and you know, they bear no responsibility in this that I know of. I'll, I'll take responsibility though. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, uh, well, you owe me one pair of boxer briefs, then, Daniel. Let's start there. Because uh, um, we'll go to me undies. Those definitely aren't uh, in rotation any longer. Um, so you just threw them away, right? <sighs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was my euphemism. For, I know. I'm just, I, I just want all the details. I want every no, detail. It, it's, you were so bothered by it, you just had to confirm. Yeah, like, I wait. did. <laughs> like what happened to them? You know? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're they're sitting in like a restoration lab of like bleach and <laughs> <laughs> pickling spices uh, oh. at home right now. Oh. Well, because well, there are we'll all those tiny happens. little holes in the washing machine. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wonder. So uh, <laughs> upon upon leaving this show, as had become my habit, uh, I will say, um, because I often don't eat before the show, um, and. I do or did love Chick-fil-A, and there is a Chick-fil-A that is right on the way home. Oh, I know the one. Yep. Uh, from Allison's place going towards my place, I would often stop at the Chick-fil-A on the way home for a bite to eat, which I did Did, did you get it with a diarrhea sauce? Because that's the worst. <laughs> that's yeah, that was, they always that was, say don't get that one. That was my first mistake. 
I was just I was so fixated on a, the eight or twelve count of nuggets. I just <laughs> you know they just slipped whatever sauce in. Um, so I got Chick Fil A. Um, that turned out to be a bad decision. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, you know, got home, uh, crashed the next. You know, like had a restless sleep, had some stomach pangs, but didn't know how serious it was. And then in the morning, I had a like a headache and you know felt a little oh, geez. nauseous. And I actually like I turned to my girlfriend and I was like I was like I think I think I'm sick, <laughs> but I'm like I'm kind of waiting to see where it comes out. <laughs> I know that feeling. It's yeah. not a good one. Yeah, it's bad. And, um, but, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but good news. It was, it was both places. Oh, oh, oh Chick-fil-A. I've had that. Yeah. That's and, bad. but, but even what was even, you know, better about the experience really is that it wasn't like, it wasn't just like an initial explosion. Like I made it to the bathroom initially and, there was just vomit, and mm-hmm. then, and then after the vomit, I was like, "Oh, it wants to come out the other way." Okay, and then you know there was some repositioning, just rotating, and, yeah. yeah, and you know the toilet could accommodate that, mm-hmm. and then, but it was it was really, I mean, it was really a violent. It was the worst food poisoning I, I've wow. ever had. So like, Oof. it was the initial, uh, you know, um, clearing out didn't take care of it, and so I went into this cycle of like, you know. Uh, being at the toilet and you know uh, clearing some stuff out in various ways, and then like curling up into a ball, and then like having a sp- on the like, bathroom floor. Uh, did you go back to bed? No, I went back to bed because that like, was your mistake. I bet. I don't think, but I mean, the bathroom floor was like cold and uncomfortable, and like it wasn't an immediate thing. Yeah. So it was like then there was this terrible splitting headache that would that would like build into this like horrible like Ugh. head vice crescendo and this was like <laughs> over a 30 minute cycle and then like when it was just like unbearably horrible then that it was like a trigger to my body like you need to keep going with mm-hmm. this and then like and then i would throw up some more and then like at the end i was like oh some more needs to come out a different way and then i would like reposition but it was like it was sequential for like four or five cycles and i, and I was like this is horrible but it's you know like and then like at the end as though it was like it was like i don't think you've suffered enough indignity you know like whoever was in charge of this thing it's like it's like you're you know it's really bad but i you know like there's something more i just can't put my finger on it yet and then um and then on the last uh episode like what was happening was i was like there was you know i was driving there was nothing more to really come out but i knew that my body wanted more to come out and so i like i i found that if i like sort of compress my stomach it like forced more out and i was like i so i was like in this weird position of like (laughs) how did you do that like i just i was like standing up and then like and leaning over really exaggeratedly so like my diaphragm was like pushing Mm -hmm. up so it was like you know i was like forcing a situation where i was just like it's like you're like wringing a damp cloth and it's like you want to get every drop out of it. Like that was that was me with my stomach. And then in the process of like <laughs> of pressing, you know, of bending over in an exaggerated way to like <laughs> compress my stomach in the maximum way possible. The result of that on the on the opposite end of the body was that oh, was no. that yeah. is was that it forced, you know, a little more <laughs> physics, of, yeah. Of a, I mean of a loose fulcrum, right? of a loose yeah. opening, you know, on, on the other side of things. And so then like as I was like throwing up the last time <laughs> oh, it just like, you know, I was it, like it just it all it yeah. all came. And well, there was pressure. and there was a surprising amount still <laughs> around because it wasn't it wasn't one of those like oh just like just a little slipped out i'm embarrassed Mm. it was it was 
it was like full on like like whoa oh yeah you're still okay yeah we're still going with it oh wow i okay i you oh know oh my gosh that oh sucks. so it was uh yeah it was bad it was how bad. do you feel i i feel fine i mean it was like it it all i mean emotionally oh yeah i mean it yeah it's not good um and i i debated because i was you know my girlfriend was at work by this point because this I, you know this was like the first six hours of the day um and um and so there was there were you know there was some cleanup involved a bathroom mat was also sacrificed <laughs> i'm sorry to say uh Oof. collateral it's damage yeah. Yeah. yeah and um and I was contemplating, like, you know, there were no witnesses, so I was like, "Do I just, do I just cover this up? Do I? I mean, no, no one would know. I could just, I could say that, like, you know, the uh, the vomit got on the mat. Sure, there were there were any, any any number of things that could have happened. But yeah. then I was, like, I'm just going to own it. I, I like that. That's I, my you know, philosophy. I pooped in my life. pants. Yeah, I said, I'm. What would Allison Rosen do? <laughs> Talk about it. She would not censor herself. No way. She's done with that. That's I right. was kind of hoping that you were going to have like the feeling where you're like, there's nothing left. This is just a fart. <laughs> and then. <laughs> no, no, it was more like a food poisoning gymnastics. It was like Olympics. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. By being brave enough to talk about it, you give other people permission to poop their pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. You're it's a hero. Today. You're a hero of poop. Uh, Pants poopers. Everywhere. I once Poopy pants. shit the bed. Have I told that story before? <laughs> oh. and, and Dustin, I'll have you know. And this just shows how much of a hero and a self-actualized individual you are. I did not tell anyone about that for a good like three to four years after it oh. happened. Mm. I mean, other than the people who were present if, when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> if I had shit the bed, this story would not have come out. I can, t- I can promise you that. <laughs> well, I think what you and I have in common, and I know that you probably don't want to relate to me at all right now, um, <laughs> is the sickness that preceded it. Mm. And when I say shit the bed, it wasn't... It wasn't a full panties worth of poop like Dustin. Ugh. It was just enough to make you go, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Mm-hmm. So I also uh, was very, very sick. I was in New York, and I was throwing up like every, t- you know, you never quite know what the interval intervals are, but they're short enough that it doesn't really make sense to go back to bed, but too long to stand there feeling like hell. So I was so tired from constantly getting up and emptying out myself. And I got back into bed and I thought, I'll wake up if if there's anything that needs to be taken care of. Um, but unfortunately, I woke up a few seconds too late. Oh. <laughs> and I just remember waking up and going, <gasps> um, and pulling my nightgown up around my waist and just like, waddling to the bathroom and the whole time going, oh no, oh no, oh yeah. no, oh no, oh no. And then I lived with my sister at the time and I called for her and I explained what happened. And my mom happened this is this is i don't know if i should tell this part of my mom happened to be in new york at the time so she and my sister destroyed the evidence and got me a new um like mattress pad and true family oh, so yes nice. i know is, it was wow. so fortuitous were that it happened while they were yeah. there because not a lot of like i'm trying to think if i if that were to happen now where daniel would fit into all of this I would uh, probably just take the pistol out of the nightstand and blow my head off immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Just after that, it's over. But but in keeping with this theme, 
I think everyone knows my dream for a romantic relationship is one in which you can go to the bathroom with the door open. Mm. And I'm going to ask all of for you. you. That's <laughs> never going to happen. Right. So unfortunately, I'm married to this. Okay. You can pee with the door open. Well, the, that's the what I wanted it. to say. Personal watershed moment the other day. So our bathroom um, on has two doors. And on one side, it goes into our bedroom. On the other side, it goes into the office. So I don't know where you were, but I was in the, ba- I was in the bathroom. I was in the office. Well, you weren't when I started in there. I was uh, walking towards the office. So I like to play fast and loose. So I go in and I leave <laughs> all the doors open. So I was I was going to the bathroom and then I heard Daniel come in and I yelled, I'm in here and the doors are open. Which is not usually what you do. Usually I just go, are you in there with the doors open? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were wide open this time. Because okay. I, I often figure you're in the, like, the other side of the apartment. Right. So... Um, I don't know why I can't be bothered to close doors. There's a lot of cords from the straight. It's a lot dangling. of effort to close these it's two doors. Really, it's two no, whole doors. Thank you for recognizing Ugh, that. I'm exhausted so anyways, thinking about so it. So I said, I'm in here with the doors open. And then you said, number one or number two. Right. And then I said, number one. And then you're like, oh, that's okay. So anyway, I feel like we've, <gasps> it's, a new, it's a new era wow. for us. He's I'm given just, up. You're just wearing me down. <laughs> Oh the, eventually, eventually, oh, the romance. I know. Oh, the romance. She's my snuggleberries. No, <laughs> not her. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jenna, you went hiking? Yes. We did not have any poop misfortunes, and Lucky. we don't go to the bathroom in front of each other. I know some couples do. Solid. We haven't gotten to that point. Yeah, or... we have two bathrooms in our apartment, so it's like, yeah. why don't you go to that one, I'll go to this yeah. one. I think the, I only, the closest we've come is when there was no toilet paper in the bathroom, and I had to yell for you to get some. Yeah. That and was the closest. Like, no, just spell it out. What do you need? <laughs> did you no, slip talk it? to me. Did you slip it under the door like <laughs> unrolling it? <laughs> just one sheet at a time. Yeah. <laughs> he would do that. He totally would. Anyway, yeah, so on Saturday morning, we got up and I don't know what we were, I don't know if we were feeling extra energized or if we were just up for an adventure. We were like, there's a park really close to us on the mountain. We should go check it out so then we went and we ended up hiking to the top of the mountain and it was crazy did you have a sherpa we needed one it was a nasty day it was really gross i saw a photo that you posted on instagram and i was like look at them is this the thing they do often this is a new thing we went back on monday and did like half of it was that like the santa monica mountains is that no this is by burbank uh shoot i don't know what it's It's called wild something like wild bridge park or something like that it's like a little preserve but it's not i mean it's not like a super long trail but it is pretty straight up and on a lot of the time you kind of think one slip Mm -hmm. and you're off the mountain (laughs) at least that's what it felt like for me because i'm a huge wuss Mm -hmm. so i was like i'm i'm pretty tough were you worried about (laughs) mountain lions no, because I feel like if we were there at night, I would have been worried. But it was mm-hmm. middle of the day. It was yeah, like it's late evening. 10 a.m. You'll have coyotes and mountain lions. Yeah. yeah. They sometimes mountain they come lions are watching Ellen at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like <laughs> super busy. Dancing. Price is right just thing. ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, I felt pretty proud of ourselves. But then the annoying thing was that we were like huffing and puffing up mm-hmm. this hill. And then there were just these like, I don't know, L.A. people who were like, I jog this every day. Like jogging. On cliffs. A lot of people them? jog. I'm yeah. like, what up is mountain. up a mountain? 
Yeah. In their sports like bra and their little Spanks underwear. trails. Mm-mm. What is that? I'm like jog or hike, but yes. this like combining the two. If you want to do that, find a secluded. You know, it's like do that in your house. Like build, <laughs> yeah, build, <laughs> a, build a mountain in your backyard and <laughs> right. then just do your thing. Well, it is kind of scary because I'm I'm not that sure footed anyway. I'm kind of a klutz and I don't I don't have like really nice shoes, so I did slip a whole bunch because. I, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And so when they would run past me, I would get all nervous and like tense. And it was a little stressful. Like the force of the, them going by. As yeah. They knock you over. It's, it's more of like, just because there is an edge, you freak out mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it is. Because it's just like, he I have like culture. It's like, like you when you were trying to learn to ride the bike again. Oh boy. <laughs> and cars came by. Yes. Yes. Well, also, and also when... We went on a night ride. This was in New York. And I remember freaking out because you were being trying to be really nice and not go too fast, but you were trying to stay close to me. But you were so close to me that I felt like if I picked up any speed, I'd bump into you. So that Mm -hmm. created a weird sort of thing. (laughs) I don't know if everyone knows about the time that I tried to ride a bike again. And what happened was I was, this is when I was living in New York. Uh, I was out in California and my friends were going to go on a bike ride in the day and they weren't going to invite me because, oh, she would never do something like that. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes, How I would. How dare you? <laughs> um, so I said I would. I even wore a tank top. It was very un-me. Wow. Yeah. Extreme. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so went on a bike ride with them. <clears throat> it was the first time that I rode a bike. It had been just 20 years or something. And that's when I discovered that saying about you never forget how to ride a bike. Not entirely true. (laughs) Unless it has been suggested to me, maybe I never learned that well in the beginning. (laughs) I don't know. Then, So then I was like, I'm all about biking for a couple weeks because I was so exhausted after these bike rides that I was like, my brain is a giant noodle. I can't think of anything. I like this feeling. Um, I wasn't concerned with the truth. Didn't even know who Adam Carolla was at that point. Mm. No, all I'm saying is the way that I often overthink things. It's like, I can't even, there's no, I no ability to overthink. I am just truly a moron right now. I'm a happy, blissful, tired moron. I've got to be this way more often. I think it might be. So I was like, I'm going to take this new happy moron attitude with me back to New York. And uh, Dustin let me borrow his bike, Ernesto, because you had a new bike. Did you ever name mm-hmm. that bike? No, never did. It's a shame. It's still around, though. We could still name I him. saw it. I know. I saw it. Why did I? S- oh, yeah, because I saw your apartment. Uh, so I borrowed Dustin's bike, and I was going to be all about bike riding in New York, which is a very scary place to ride a bike. Especially if you never learned how to ride a bike. Which maybe I didn't. You know... This is how long it had been. I was like, oh, I guess you really aren't supposed to ride on the sidewalk. I'm so much more comfortable there. (laughs) Well, there's fewer things that can hit you on the sidewalk. I went through what you're going through in New York, too. You did? You did the bike thing? Oh, yes. How did it go for you? Um... It has its it had its highs and lows, and after like my second near death or what I felt was near death, right, which is just riding on the street. Uh, yes, I just decided it wasn't for me. So I lasted like a couple months, maybe. Yeah, yeah. My big problem was turning. <laughs> I'm great going straight. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Although I do remember... A secondary problem was going through <laughs> narrow spaces. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, yes, it's terrifying in New York. Did I take my feet off the pedals? What did I do? Yeah, it's like that was, that was, the, that was the main thing we were trying to solve is that, uh, was that when you got scared, you would, it was like... Uh, uh, it was like when a baby falls, like he has this instinctual reaction to just like jerk all of his hands and, and feet out flat because supposedly if you if you hit the ground that way, it's like it'll cause the least damage. And so it was like when Allison got scared on the bike, she just kicked both of her feet off the pedals like out into like a starfish pattern. Trying to and wedge herself that. between the cars. And, and yeah, like ki- kind of, I think, reaching for the ground. And I was uh. like, no, it, to ride, you need to be on the pedals. They're your, they're your friend. And so we would just, we would try and go down these hills and I would be like, don't do anything. Just, just stand on the pedals so that you're comfortable with your feet on the pedals. I feel like you were yelling at me, butt out of the saddle, butt out of, or in the saddle, or something about referring to the Yeah, well, I was telling saddle. you to stand up so that it's like, oh, you yeah. weren't, you didn't like, you weren't thinking of your butt as the thing that needed to be anchored, but you were thinking of your feet as the things that needed right. to... Right. Like, Instead, my butt was an anchor and my feet were just <laughs> off to the side. Like yeah, appendages. half the time like dangling and like and hitting parked cars and just <laughs> God knows what. Well, they were parked so close to me. Um, a thing I didn't realize is that adults who ride bikes, the if they're just standing there... It is, I'm going to explain this in a really... Uh, roundabout way but if you're just standing there at a stoplight the seat should actually be higher than the bottom of your butt meaning when you get back on the bike you actually have to push no you know what i mean to say this is what i mean to say when you're riding the bike your feet can't touch the ground i never realized that i hate that horrifying to me yes yes it brings me comfort to think worst case scenario i can just walk here (laughs) yeah that's scary because you're gonna wobble as you get back on the bike Yes. And then you tip over. Yes. Yes. I'm on the same yeah, page as you. when you get you. on, you're supposed to step onto the pedal, and that's what pushes the bike forward. Right. That's how it was yes. explained to me. Yeah. You know what I think are the real daredevils? People who ride with a baby strapped oh, on some part of yeah. them. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. You know, you hear about these athletes at the highest level who can, you know, play any sport, you know. Like a lot of these guys who are professional football players could also, if they wanted to be, be professional baseball players, professional because ba- they just have right, total just control athletes. over their bodies and stuff. And the opposite? You have like no control. Over <laughs> 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 like you'd fall off the stationary bike if it wasn't a recumbent. It's true. No offense. No, uh, it's true. Sometimes I'll just look down and lose my balance. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may it happens. Have. Sometimes I'll like, yeah, I'll trip on the stairs, but I won't even be moving. I don't know how it happens. It's all, it's all right. My first true sort of biking experience in New York City was with our mutual friend Miles. Oh, Miles, who cut my hair. Yes, and so I would new at Daily Show. I was I was newly out of college, you know, trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Sure. And I bought a bike off Craigslist thinking like, I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> and well, I was... because you're like making the city your own. Look yes, at you. Exploring yes. multiple forms of transportation. Thank you. You're and welcome. I make it happen. <laughs> and I was really close to Daily Show. So I thought like, oh, it'll be such a short bike ride to Daily Show. And then Daily Show's right by the path that has the bike path. And so I thought, it, oh, it this It should is be noted at this point, the Daily Show is tapes like right beside like... A million like freeway on ramps and in, in like yes, in, in like a, you know a terrible t- traffic snarl. It's not a yeah. bike friendly. No, it's zone. not. So 
I was almost hit many times. And then, so then I'm like bragging to everyone at work that I bought a bike and I'm feeling really cool about it, locking it up outside the show. Mm. And Miles was like, I bike to work every single day from Queens. So you want to get into biking. That's really great. And like me, because... Miles, who looks like a lumberjack. Totally. He doesn't look like Lance Armstrong. But he rides like a ton and has the whole uniform and the whole everything, right? Mm -hmm. And I... Because uh, I guess I'm somewhat prideful, maybe was like, yeah, I can. I'm totally into biking. I'm awesome at it. She's like, well, we should go on Saturday. Let's go around the city and thinking. And I've literally rode my bike like twice. Like I'm still getting into it. I just bought a helmet. I was going to say, did you have a helmet? I did finally bought a helmet. And then someone I, I this is a little maybe this is not this is a humble brag but i was wearing my helmet at a light and some guy stopped next to me in his car and was like you're too pretty to wear a helmet you need to get back to walking and it's like oh i guess i can't pull this helmet off helmets are hideous they really Mm. are not attractive anyway so we go out on a saturday we're riding all around and I had to act like for like three hours that I knew what I was doing. We went across a bridge. We went to Roosevelt Island. <gasps> I biked. I did that too. That, yeah. That involves a bike on a boat. It was. Right? No. Well, we. No. I don't know how we did it. How did oh, we get I'm there? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different island. No. You'd have to take something to get to it. Do you just ride around the boat until you I land? Think there's, there's a ferry. There must have been a ferry involved. I think there's a pedestrian bridge to Roosevelt Is there? Island. Is there? Okay, I, I don't know. I'm the one with high listeners who live in all over the world, <laughs> but specifically ones in New York who might know is really the that east island. side. There's an island that everyone bikes on, and it's got like a college or something there. I think you might be thinking of Governor's Island, which you do have to take a boat to. Oh, all I know is uh, suddenly I was with a. a bike on a boat going to some island oh man what's what am i doing well we like rode around and i literally could not walk the next day i just (laughs) hobbled around and was so uncomfortable and then on monday i was like pretty sweet ride right totally (laughs) nailed it (laughs) i think he was i think he knew that i I was pretty pathetic i'm pretty impressed though that you kept up that ruse the whole time i wouldn't (sighs) have been able to it was there were there were moments where I'm like riding behind him near tears. I've never told him any of this. I hope he, hope he listens to your podcast. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, so he knows the truth. Well, yeah. so what happened to your bike? Uh, I stopped riding it like a couple months later after I won a car opened its door right yeah. in front of me, so I almost flipped over. And then another time I was riding around Midtown and my bike I, there was just a little bit of a curb and I didn't really see it. So my bike kind of slipped off of yeah. it and it scared me so bad that I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I just kept the bike in my apartment for another like two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Is it more bike friendly now that they have those city bikes? Are people and they biking have more? wider bike lanes. Now. It's, so I don't I know. Maybe. It seems like it might be, but it's still dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are bike friendlier sections there because of that, but like if you're going long distances you're probably going to go through a bike unfriendly section right right at yeah. some point i know yeah. that when i saw a car door opening i was like dinging my bell ding, oh ding, my god ding, ding. you got a bell because <laughs> <laughs> you have streamers on the handlebars it was <laughs> dustin's bike but it wasn't it was ernesto ring, yeah ring. was it you that pointed out that so you can warn people about you it's not to like... I don't remember this particular <laughs> Bell episode, but I love the idea that like 
<laughs> that like that with the bell, it's almost going to be like, oh, we, my my bad, ma'am. Let me bring this door back in for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Whoever it was informed me that no, the bell is so that you can let them know. You're coming. Like, yes. I feel like if I heard to. that bell, my reaction would not be to get out of the way. It would be like, oh, I remember that. You know, it yeah. Would be, Those bells are useless. I think that's yeah. why people who ride bikes are often angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They have to yell. There was another, the third, there was another experience. Mm-hmm. I was riding my bike down the path and my contact flipped out of my <laughs> eye. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to ride the rest. I had to ride, I had to ride it back with one eye. That's awful. So that's no why perception. I gave it up. Yeah, it was too much yeah. drama. Yeah, it's tough. I have to say I loved New York bike riding, though. I feel like for a similar reason to what you described, your first, you know, like your brain melting experience on the bike. Like it's you can't like in New York, the, like there are so many things that could end your life instantly when you're when you're riding a bike there that you have to focus in on exactly like the next 10 feet in front yeah. of you and like the cabbie like that, that might, yeah, like veer two lanes over, the guy who's going to open his, uh, you know, uh, his door, like the Chinese uh, delivery guy on the bike who goes the wrong way on the one ways and might like run straight into mm-hmm. you. Like all the, you know, it's like Paperboy, but like even more dangerous than Paperboy, which is a video about the dangers of riding a bike right. places. Um, and it just, uh, it felt thrilling. Like I was in, you know, like my own Mad Max you know, <laughs> or something. Um, Cause the, if I like, if I made it safely, you know, like traversing like 20 blocks on second Avenue, which is a bike, very bike unfriendly Avenue or was when I lived there where cars are going fast and, and maneuvering in and out. Then it was like, it was like, I felt I cheated death. And at the end of it, I just felt so free. Like, it is like, the, like the rest of the day was a gift. <laughs> yeah. I just hated I used to ride my bike to work I hated getting to work sweaty like just oh, yeah. getting like ugh I didn't like that and people notice that yeah yeah and then having to like bind your pant leg up so that it doesn't get caught in the gears <laughs> just all the weird things you have oh, to that do that made me feel so tough I was like yeah my that's right my pant leg's up what <laughs> like ask me signaling. again <laughs> yeah Jeff bike stories I, uh, yeah, I almost got killed riding a bike. Do tell. Uh, when I lived in Philadelphia, I used to ride my bike all the time. I rode it to work and school. And there was one morning when I was riding to, or I was, I was getting ready for work and I was waking up in my bedroom and all of a sudden it was really hot in my bedroom and I didn't know why. And there was like something on my face. I was like, what? Why is there all this grit in my bed? And then I kind of looked around. There were all these people looking at me in my bedroom. And I said, well, who are these people in my bedroom? Except I wasn't in my bedroom. I was laying in the street. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. And so I had, I had apparently ridden my bike uh, to work that morning, got hit by a car, and was knocked completely unconscious. And so Yikes. everything wow. from the night before until that moment is just control-alt-delete, just gone. I don't remember any of it. I just wow. thought I was waking up my bed in the morning. Wow. Yeah. That's and, trippy. Yeah, it was fun. And... <laughs> And so I just laid there, and, and everybody thought I was dead. So when I started moving, everybody really freaked out. And then uh, these cops came and took me to the hospital. And, uh, and I, it didn't really hurt. That was a weird thing. I mean, I was really messed up, but it didn't hurt. And, uh, and I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And uh, the, the cop was like, oh, you want me to call anybody? And I said, well, you should, if you could call my boss and tell him I'm probably going to be late to work, you know, late to work. Yeah. So uh, my face was all torn up and i busted a bunch of teeth and all this stuff and and so i was just like ah you know i was laughing and then the uh 
the uh, emergency room nurse says to me, she says, what are you laughing about? And I was like, well, you know, I just, uh, you know. She said, this is not funny. And there was wow. like, this, yeah, there was this like three Mississippi, and then I just started crying. <gasps> oh wow! And I was like, like "How shot. dare you? <laughs> you ruined wow. this!" And was she like, "Why are you crying?" <laughs> no, she was like, "Yeah, that's more like it. You should see yourself." That sounds like Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that's Philadelphia. Sounds awful. And yeah. then she punched me and called me a wuss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keeping it true Philadelphia form. Yeah. And so they uh, they did a CAT scan or something in my brain, and so I had this crazy concussion. My brain was bleeding. And Dude. the doctor said wow. to me, uh, were you wearing a helmet? And I said, yeah. And he said, if you weren't wearing a helmet, you would be dead right now. Wow. Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing is that at the time, nobody wore helmets. Nobody I knew wore helmets. And I didn't wear a helmet. I rode a bike for years without wearing a helmet. And it, I lived in West Philadelphia near University of Pennsylvania. Were you I, born and raised there? Yeah, or? I'm sorry. The sorry. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> theme song. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Was, yeah. Go on. I was not. I apologize. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, the University of Pennsylvania kids, they would just throw junk out at the end of the semester. So we would go shopping, as we oh, call yeah. it. Cool. And we would just walk up and down the street and just pick through giant piles of great garbage. And I had found this bicycle helmet in the garbage. No kidding. So if I had not found wow. this bicycle wow. helmet in the garbage, I would have never bought one because just nobody wow. wore them at the time. So Holy as cow. evidenced by someone throwing one away, exactly, yeah, it had like fruit in it, like they were using it as like a fruit bowl. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, you know what that is. Yeah. Like, we don't need this doorstop yeah. no more. Yeah. Hey. Just get the get the bike helmet. <laughs> you. Is that a real Philadelphia accent? Yeah. And, and, everyone and in Philly sounds, sounds like Brocky. Yeah, so. That's New York. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's throw out this bicycle helmet. Nobody wants this same thing, huh? <laughs> I used to sound like it from Mary Poppins. <laughs> Governor. But yeah, so if I if I hadn't gone trash picking and found that helmet, I'd be dead. Right. Oh, wow. wow. Did you have broken bones? No, I had no broken bones. Well, I I I I got a bunch of my teeth knocked out, and the the bone that holds your teeth and that was broken. The tooth bone. Oh, wow. The tooth oh. bone, which is connected to my face. So was it anybody's fault? Like, did you run a light? Did he run a light? Oh, did I have no idea. No, no idea. They didn't. Nobody hit and run. Nobody's. Yeah, I was hit and run. Nobody stopped. Dude. I just, I just oh, woke Jesus. up and I was laying in the street, and um, my bike was all bent up. So somebody else was involved. Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. But I was like, I want to take my bike home and fix it. Like that's all I cared about. Would you have any kind of like post-traumatic visions or anything like that, dreams or anything? No, no. The doctor said that, uh, you know, at any point, all or none of it could come back. To yeah. Um, but, you know, I was I was very stressed out for a month or two after that just from the brain trauma. Sure. But I didn't, I, no, I didn't have any flashes of what happened. I mean, to this day, it's like I've, I've really tried to think like, okay, I'm going to retrace my steps. This was me going to bed. And then what happened? And it was like, and then you woke up and you were laying in the street with cinders in your face. Does that frustrate yeah. you that you can't? No, I prefer it? not to because really? it doesn't do me any good. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine that it was not fun to go through. So sure. I, I would rather just have the tape deleted. And do you ride a bike ever anymore? No, not really. I When I first moved out here, I I like riding a bike. So I, I wanted to keep riding a bike. And after that incident, I was like, I'm not giving up bike riding because of this. Were people trying to get you to? No, surprisingly. <laughs> they were trying to get me to ride a bike more. <laughs> they wanted me to give up the helmet and take out life, life insurance policies. Like, John, and make what them happened the to your car? <laughs> Who put that dent in there? Like, no, nothing. Just keep, just keep riding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I kept riding a bike. And then when I, when I moved out here, um, I went to school out here not too far from where I lived. And I was like, I'm riding my bike to school. And so I rode my bike to school. I mean, it was really a mile or something. And I showed up. And I, I swear to God, I rolled into the parking lot. And somebody walked up to me and said, Dude, did somebody steal your car? 
Like, no, I just. <laughs> Welcome I, to I, LA. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, I can I can see my house from here. That's how close. Wow. Um, and then I got hit by a car out here. What? And wow. said, I'm done. What Whoa. happened that time? Um, I was in Hollywood, and just someone was trying to make a right um, at yeah. Western in Hollywood, and yeah. they just did that thing where they were trying to like scoot past me, and they basically cut me off making a right, and I ran into they they basically ran into me as I was moving forward. Did you ring your bell? I, I, if only I had a bell, <laughs> but they fully saw me, and they they saw me. They you just know, thought they could make it. Yeah, but they saw me after it. Like, they heard me roll up onto the trunk of their car and turned around and looked at me, and I said, you better pull over, and they pulled over, and then they thought about it, and then they took off. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. And I called the cops, and they just they didn't do anything. Cops don't care. Yeah, they, they care. You, Now, you don't remember the accident, but you have an irrational fear of those tiny little Shriner cars ever since. Oh, I've always had a fear of those. So who knows why? <laughs> Is that some Philadelphia Good humor? No, well, actually, I would say it'd be a Mummers. Do the Mummers have cars? I think, yeah, must some of them must. Yeah, but it's a hyper local podcast. This yeah, is for right? our Philly fans. What's up, yo Philly? Yo, taste your cake. How's it going, guys? Bird spears, huh? Yeah, so that's my good time. So I ride my bike, but I only do it where there's no cars, like on a dedicated bike path. Gotcha. Well, I think we should move on. <laughs> Except that I have to bring this up because it's kind of similar to what Dustin was talking about earlier with wringing his stomach out. Bike farts is a thing that Dustin and I have spent a lot of time Don't act discussing. like that wasn't the reason you told the story in the first place. <laughs> I didn't tell the story in the first place. About riding the bike? No, I think Dustin brought oh. that up. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I did. It might have occurred to me earlier, but then I thought, I don't know how I'm going to get it back to bike farts. <laughs> anyway, Dustin is convinced that bike farts is a phenomenon that happens when you ride your bike because the air has an opportunity to climb up your butt and then come hmm. right back out. Uh, so when in you, the vein of exercise farts, oh. which he also is convinced are not more than I, I can, I feel, I feel your judgment. Convinced is the wrong word. He knows that's a thing that when you do sit ups or push ups, you're sucking farts the air your in your butt. butt. Oh, sit ups, uh, sit ups, definitely, right? Oh, everyone has had this. <laughs> I mean, it's easier to fart when you're doing a sit up, right? Do you have problems normally. Isn't that like in every? <laughs> comedy have is, you got heavyweights didn't you watch it no <laughs> is it like you Isn't you it? is it like yeah, you yeah. sit up oh, yeah. and then you sit back and you fart and then you sit up i think it's you fart it's the right. way your intestines and everything are are now facing so that you're kind of like like yeah. it's easier to fart if you're turned upside down so now everything wants to come on dustin i'm we're defending your fart theory so, here but Tell i don't us. i don't think the intestines have any i think it's just the fact you don't that think the, it's anything anatomical your, well your, i do though your anus cracks open yeah. and air comes in you think, <laughs> it, you think it comes in your butt and the back so out like when the, somebody swallows a burp yeah because you're like a fart it's, queef it's different hmm. yeah because it's like on the <laughs> the contraction you and married the, it uh, no <laughs> Because uh, it, it's on, the, you know, there's uh, whatever, like two phases of an exercise. I don't know what they are, but it's like you, you know, you flex the muscle and then you relax it. So it's like at, in, in one phase, the air is coming in and the other you're like squeezing and there's pressure for it to go back out. It's not on every cycle. It's not like, you know, it's not like sit up, fart, sit up, fart, sit up, fart. <laughs> but it's like every cycle, a little bit of air is coming in, but it's not going out every cycle. And so like as more and more air comes in at some point, you know, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fart. You know? <laughs> well, okay. I'm sorry to take it here, but we're here. With your theory, 
then wouldn't that mean that every time you have a bowel movement, your fart just fills back, your butt just fills back up with farts? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) Be quiet because it's open and the air just comes in like you just open it. (laughs) A draft. <laughs> it's it's not like a like a vacuum seal or something where like as soon as something escapes there's like a <laughs> 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 okay but that's kind of what you're suggesting isn't it kind of then glad that you understand yeah this theory the way I I'm just I saying that it. like when you uh. When you do a setup, there's like there's just a certain way that like your muscles are like flexing where like there's just there's just a momentary separation where something will mm. come in. And it's like it's the way your muscles are flexing at that time. I'm not sure that they're flexing the same way they are as when you have a bowel movement. <laughs> right. But, but I th- hopefully they aren't because then you would probably be having a bowel movement every time you did a setup. Well, I'd which- be careful if I were you. <laughs> I, see, my theory w- wasn't that you're sucking air into you when you do exercises but that the movement is it's sort of like if you have a soda can and you bump the edges of it the bubbles come to the surface so the impact like from jogging or whatever knocks the fart down no once again Daniel, i'm not even theorizing right now like i'm willing to get down like you and i just doing like we'll do 25 sit-ups right now yeah and we'll both fart you'll or like you may not fart but you'll experience like a little air coming in but i'm just saying like i think it's needing the the air through your intestines right. it's working it through it's not you're bringing no, no, no. It i'm in. saying it's, it's already like it's in not there. A, it's, you can feel the air coming from the outside it's not it's not intestinal air you, so you question. feel a little draft into the butt i have a scientific question <laughs> yes so then when you exercise when you're swimming wouldn't your ass be filled with water Ooh, Ooh. good point mm. see see what happens <laughs> oh snap that it's really shut ridiculous. all of us up yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying that every single exercise does it because, like I said, it's not like a push-up does it. Because, like, when right. you're pushed up, your your butt's like clenched. I mean, it's like the opposite. Your butt cheeks are clenched like super tight together mm-hmm. to keep yourself rigid to do the push-up. So right. it's it's like nothing's going to come in at that point. But it's a sit-up. Like when you're when you're like in the when you're in the curled up portion of the sit-up. It's the same thing I experienced in a way, which yeah, is why you pulled that segue of like when your stomach is full compressed, then the opposite side of your stomach being fully compressed is your is your butt cheeks pulling apart a little bit. <laughs> this who is that? Joan Rivers or is that one of us? Yeah, that's Joan Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we figure it out. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it. Because if you guys both were to get on the ground right now and do sit-ups, well, we're not going to know from whence sprang the fart. Right. Um, so we have to somehow tag the air with some kind of scent. And then <laughs> it's not going to work. And then someone needs to get down and really sniff the fart. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, yep. here's the question. Volunteers. When the fart happens... <laughs> Did that fart, was that air that just crept up or was that air that had been in your system before? If someone has a way to figure out how to do yeah, that. Yeah, any scientists out there. Any, anyone, you, it's like, the fart it, wouldn't smell. Couldn't you do it with... If it was just it air seeping much, in. Because it wouldn't be like... You can tell an intestine fart because you can, you can feel <laughs> like there's like relief because something that was in you like came back versus like air that just kind of shoved up a little bit and came back out. It's just, it's just more like a... 
Yeah, I know. It's like, like we talked about it. It's not, like when you it's make not yourself like burp. you can feel when it's like it's come down. It's like a come down the runway fart versus like, <laughs> you know, like it was just in the waiting room fart. You right. Know? It hasn't right. had time to marinate. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense. The bike, I don't understand as much. The sit up, I understand. Yeah, I have to say, I I know that we talked extensively about bike farts and that they they clearly were happening, but it's been so long since I've. Uh, I'm gonna have to revisit our video. We had a video since about I've it. yeah rid, ridden my bike extensively that I don't I don't have a, a clear memory of experiencing the bike fart at this time. It's like it's like a I don't know. It's like a hazy thing. I I can't be confident whether it happened or not, or whether I was like, in a dreamlike state. Right. A remembrance mm-hmm. of farts past. When I used to jog, I'd have to fart. So, and I don't think there's any kind of uh, air sucking in when you're jogging. That's why I take issue. I feel like this is going to be our new serial comma. This is going to be the thing that's a hot topic with the yes, audience. That'll be us. Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This one is from Blue Lil Rose, and the headline is Allison Rosen is my new best friend, just me or everyone. And it says, it is, about, it is about time I write a review. I have been listening and enjoying for so long without so much as a thank you. I was a huge fan of your former employer and would listen to about any, excuse me. I'm going to start this one from the top because, <clears throat> Okay. All right, this one is from Blue Lil Rose, and the headline is, Allison Rosen is my new best friend, just me or everyone. It is about time I write a review. I have been listening and enjoying for so long without as much as a thank you. I was a huge fan of your former employer and would listen to anything anyone connected to his show put out. Okay, side note, I printed this out, and the writing is so small, and I pride myself on having perfect vision. However, I am not taking into account that I am now an old old Mm -hmm. creaky lady and uh, i'm having trouble reading it actually this is a real in my face me okay some (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you should think it's funny daniel sometimes all right anyway sometimes they were great and sometimes duds this one was terrific allison could hold her own and created something fun and enjoyable her interviews are always fun informative and shine an interesting light on people i either have never heard of before or didn't think i had any interest in knowing the previous thursday gang bobo boys por vida brought her show to a new level they were all different and had their own opinions which made for a very funny and interesting conversation it felt just like hanging out with my real friends it was truly the seinfeld of podcasts as i surely miss the old gang this renaissance has brought a new gang for us to love it has been great getting to know all the members of the love bus it was almost seamless and i have to say you made it look like an easy transition from old to new even though i am sure behind the scenes it was super stressful i love getting to know jkj hashtag al husband daniel and whoever is in the sidecar dustin jordan etc keep up the great work love super fan number two lisa lowry parentheses jmos and bobos p.s saying anything negative about allison and friends is like punching santa claus in the face it's just wrong well (laughs) i like that thank you so much sorry i stumbled over the beginning with this tiny print and my no longer 
perfect eyeballs, I suppose. Um, anyway, thank you so much for your super nice comment. That's really nice. And I love all your just mirror everyone's as well. JMOs and Bobos. I am quite familiar with your account and you. Um, and if you guys would like to leave us a comment that would potentially be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. And maybe we'll read it on the show. All right. I think that we should do some just mirror everyone. But first I want to talk about a new sponsor that I love Bomba socks. You guys have heard me talk about them, I think. And I posted a photo of Wendy with some Bomba socks and I talked about how much I love them. Um, and that's actually Wendy, right? We got a real oh, drop of Wendy barking. That's her crowing about how much she, she loves Bomba socks. socks. Mm-hmm. Yes. She um, loves snuggleberries. <laughs> just before, before the show started, actually, Jenna and I were talking about socks. And Jenna, you were saying that socks are your favorite gift at this yes. point. I, you know, people always say socks. Oh, that's so boring. Like, uh, no personality. But I truly, genuinely appreciate a great pair of socks. The first time you talked about it, I thought, I need to get these for Jenna. Yes. And everyone who has bought these socks, then, because I always, people say like, oh, I just bought a pair of Bomba socks. And I'm like, let me know what you think of them. And then they get back to me and they're like, I love them. The thing is, they are really like expertly designed. You think that, oh, socks, how hard can it be? But it can be hard. And if you have a pair of socks that don't fit right or that aren't uncomfortable or have a seam that's like in the wrong place. Or like really loose. Yes. Any of those fall down, any of those things, you will be in a bad mood all day until you rip your sock off and beat yourself with it. Bomba sucks. That doesn't happen um, because they have a honeycomb support system. They have Invisito. They have a blister tab, a performance footbed, Y-stitched heel. Um, and the, my favorite thing is the special honeycomb support system. So when you first put them on, at least when I first put them on, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this extra, like, the fact that it's kind of hugging my foot in the center. And so it took me, I would say probably, it really only took me like 30 seconds to realize this is what my life has been needing. And now if I ever put on a sock that doesn't have it, I miss it because it makes it feel like a cozy Mm -hmm. slipper because it hugs your foot in this way that gives you support. And it just, I don't know, it just feels really good. And then you miss it when it's not there. Um, And the thing about Bombas is, like I said, they um, are expertly engineered and they use Prima Cotton that's super soft uh, and you will love them, but they don't just stop with your comfort. comfort. With every pair of socks that Bombas sells, a pair is donated to someone in need, which I think is really cool because socks, as it turns out, are the number one requested item at homeless shelters. So right now for a limited time, Bombas is offering you guys 20% off their first order that's 20% off your first order. And this is just for my listeners. So 20% off your first order and free shipping. Just go to bombas.com slash Allison. And that's all lowercase. Make sure you go to all lowercase or else I don't know where you'll go. Bombas.com slash Allison, all lowercase. Do it now for 20% off the most comfortable socks on the planet and a pair for someone in need. Bombas.com. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash Allison, all lowercase. Um, and I do want to give a hearty thank you to the new sponsors on my show. And there's another one coming up later. Um, and you know, people sometimes will say, how do I support the show? A huge way to support the show is to support the sponsors because then they'll be like, oh, look at what Allison Rosen is your new best friend can do for us. We love her. And that's pretty much what it is all about. For, I mean, for me, at least. Yeah. It's just being and loved. They're great sponsors, too. Yeah. I'm super excited about the new sponsors. And I love the old sponsors, too. But I'm just saying it's easy for me to tell people about socks Room when for they're all this of them. great. Room for all of them. That's right. 
Was, wasn't there a <laughs> Jump little, on the love sponsor bus. Isn't there a little bit of extra ad copy there you wanted to read? Oh, here it is. No trips to the grocery store and no waste from unused ingredients. Excuse me. Blue Apron is perfect <laughs> for date night cooking with friends. <laughs> There's no way that stays in. <laughs> you can hear Daniel audibly groaning. <laughs> so it's perfect for date night. Is perfect for date night. Perfect for date night cooking with friends. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. I was thinking. I wonder if we should play that. My my blooper. You could go on an outtake. I had a bit of a cold. I snortled a little bit, and Daniel was disgusted. Just <laughs> ingredients. Excuse me. Blue Apron is perfect for date night. No trips to the grocery. We only listened to it like forty times the other night. It does get even like more stomach turning with each playing because I was it didn't really get me as it happened, but uh, like with the replays, it's starting to. And it's, it's super disgusting. Grocery store and no waste from unused ingredients. Excuse me. Blue Apron is perfect for date night cooking with friends. <laughs> all right, let's do just me or everyone. We're all human here. Sometimes I ponder. All right. Fate No Chaser says, Just me or everyone, the prospect of actually having to cook and do more dishes can sometimes stop me from eating. Hashtag lazy diet. Yeah. That's that's Daniel. That's pretty much why I don't cook. When Al's out of town, I'm like that. Like the idea of making a mess and having to do any work is like, mm, no. How do dishes yeah. work in your relationship? Uh, we do them. We go through pretty, spurts. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do them a lot, and then you've been you've been on a, like a kick where I you've been doing been. dishes a lot. I've been making the bed and doing the dishes. Yeah. I don't wow. even know who I am anymore. Yeah. Why are you doing this? I don't know. Just feels <laughs> I just it. wanted weird. to love me just... more. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My yeah. mom loved know. doing dishes. It was just a way to kind of meditate and. You know, for me, I think I was never very good at doing dishes because my mom, and I, maybe I've mentioned this before, she is very, very up, uptight about her dishwasher mm. to the point where when we're home, uh. she doesn't let us do the dishes. And he's experienced this. Yeah. I was if like, you even get I'm 24. It, I can do it. And she's like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. She has a, she has a methodology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's very you'll particular. Yes. She's very concerned that you'll break it. And so I didn't do dishes growing up. I mean, I would like rinse them out. Why didn't I have your mom? I I know, right? (laughs) She also did all of our laundry, but we had to put it away. Mm -hmm. She would fold it because she was very particular about folding as well. But then we had to put it all away. I don't know. It was, (laughs) we really got vacuuming. I did a lot of other. Was she particular about you making your bed? No. Never had That's to. That's right. That was the mm-hmm. the one weird chink in the Janae armor. Yes, exactly. Because she doesn't ever make her bed, even to this day. So really? Yeah. Interesting and yeah. weird. That and she won't let anyone else use her toilet. Nope. You can't use her toilet. That's a big yeah. no no. Yeah. That was what my it. that was what my brother in law for his thirtieth birthday, he emailed the family and said, All I want for my birthday is a trip to Janae's toilet. <laughs> There's a lot of poop. <laughs> it's not and it's not even it's not like a special toilet, right? No. It's not one of those that you no. find in a sushi restaurant. Just forbidden. Nope. Just forbidden <laughs> toilet. 
someone someone needs to christen it. Yeah. What do you find at a sushi restaurant? Well, like a fancy Japanese yeah, toilet. Yeah, fancy Japanese toilet yeah. where oh, like you press s- a button and oh. the saran wrap cover thing spins around and yeah. there's special sprays and yeah. a remote control on your toilet and whatnot. It says that nice things great. to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's not one of those. It's just the toilet. It's just, just a, a toilet. toilet. Yeah. Just no like risers, the other ones. no cushiony seats. Not that I'm aware of. Unless there's like a button she pushes you know, and then it like turns into like the <laughs> oh disco God. toilet room or something. I've never Those seen her bathroom. Toilets, toilet seats are the worst. That just like, I, oh, yeah. I feel like you've never seen, I feel like that was like a wave of like, yeah. re- like retirement community. Yes. Uh, yeah. They're no good. Fixtures in, you know, in the eighties or something. But yeah. Yeah. They always oh, stuck God. to your thighs. Oh, yes. The worst. The worst, Horrible. right? Yeah. And, and they'd let air out when you'd sit on it. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. when you put the seat up it wouldn't a, go all the way right? up yeah i feel like i've heard people talking about that yeah right yeah so for guys it was tough because you either had to hold it while you peed or sit down or try to you know yeah. aim no those yeah. were a bad idea a lot of bad ideas in the 70s and 80s I'm trying to think how frequently i'm like oh this toilet seat is too hard i don't do a, i've said before i don't do a lot of reading on the toilet anymore so i don't have that problem i don't yeah. have that like oh my feet are asleep and so are my legs. Yeah. I think when there were more like ceramic seats, it was probably a bigger issue in fairness to the cushion seat inventor. Uh, and now all, pretty much all toilet seats, I feel like, are plastic. And so yeah. you don't... Because if you, if you have the old-timey ceramic seat, those things do get chilly in a... Is it a temperature thing? Or is it a... I'm, re- I'm going to read the, the paper on the toilet, so I need something comfortable. Might be both. Thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't like Have them. you seen the thing that they sell now that you wrap that you it's like a stepping stool that you put around your toilet and then you you put your legs on it so that you poop more efficiently like in that's more actually thoroughly? yes that's actually how you should be doing it. We AJ don't do that. Jacobs uh, was a guest on my show a long time ago and he was talking about that. I am wrapped up in the mic cord. In, I mean, in the headphone in cord. In Korea, don't I know in China. In Japan, they have the hole, and that they or they just squat over it. They don't well, that's clothes. how they yeah. used to do it. Now, I don't think Koreans but really I think do that, that much anymore. I feel but like that's you took growing advantage up. Yeah. of my being wrapped up in the cord to insert uh-huh. your words, much like a fart in Dustin's butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Say the interesting thing you were just about to say. Let's hear it. AJ Jacobs is on my show talking about that. Okay. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> I have so really wanted to try it. The, that... Here's the thing. Um, So we are we were we evolved to poop a certain way, like the way that our colon and everything is. It we evolved to be squatting. That's just how we did it for however tens of thousands of years. And only in the very recent past have we done it where we're sitting. But the angle when you're sitting requires that you um, force, like you use, and, and and it actually can it it causes hemorrhoids and things like that like okay if you were to go to the bathroom the other way um it would go out say. really quick it would be really easy you you wouldn't spend any time in there and you would probably have let fewer like problems with that area of your body yeah i want to try <laughs> got, it uh, christmas presents for you jenna yeah socks and poop stools yeah. thank you so you want to try it like when you're sitting on the toilet you're like oh i wish my feet were up higher yeah really mm-hmm. because i want to know i Here's the thing. Full disclosure, I find a lot of joy in pooping. Like, I think... Get that drop. It's out there. I'm just saying, doesn't it make you feel great? 
after you're done? Maybe sure. I'm doing it wrong because not really. No, it's I, I, I can agree with that. <laughs> sure. Where you're like, you lock out and you're like, man, I yeah. feel Yeah, I feel like good. I feel lighter. I feel, I feel cleaner. Yeah. I'm so happy that's not in my body anymore. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had that kind of experience. It, it oh, feels man. like you're a real out. accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, you're not living. I mean, it can What was that? Make it happen. Occasionally. Occasionally. I'll have that, but generally, that's not the feeling I have. Lately, I've been going at work, and <laughs> when I leave the bathroom area, I have to walk through the lunchroom, and I usually go around the same time, and there's always this one dude who's sitting in there. He, he eats lunch early, and he always sees me, and I'm, I always have a bit of a spring in my step, <laughs> and uh, I just realized the other day, oh, he knows, he what, knows. My, what my routine is, Yeah. Um, fuck it. I don't care. It's worth I'm, it. Yeah. I'm sitting here feeling like, what does it mean that, oh, now you're going to work? <laughs> I used to not you, have to. I used to go in the morning. The home no, I used to go in the morning and then I wouldn't have to go until the evening. But now I don't know if I'm getting older or what, but there's uh, an, the routines changed. Your special meeting. I think also I've been on antibiotics all yes. year and my whole That's GI what system it is. is all kinds of fucked up right now. That's got to be what it is. When I lived with my younger brother... We had a rule in our tiny New York apartment that was like, if you got to poop, you got to do it at the Starbucks <laughs> down the street nice. because you cannot like this apartment is too small wow. to handle it. Yeah. When when was when was there a Starbucks that let you regularly just go Sometimes poop whenever you wanted there? Sometimes I think you go to the there. Chipotle actually. I think it was the Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. Or at school. They but, have a spray now. Have you seen this where it's uh yeah. you, it like creates a film over the water that traps the odors? Really? Is it yeah. that poop, oh, yeah, the, the yeah. cute commercial they have about yeah, the girl? What's it called? It's poop awesome. spray? I don't know if it works. It's like but poopery. 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 That's, yeah. that's what it's called. I haven't even Free seen this. Oh, yeah. We got to show you the video. I'm that still on the quality. poop stool as the solution to needing to squat. It seems like an absurd it was on Shark Tank. way to, to handle it. Like if... If you should, if you should really be squatting to like essentially poop on the ground, is the answer seems like what what I experienced when I went to China, which is just like a hole, yeah, a hole in the ground. I think like, it's like if, if you, you want can't that, do that, well, yeah, I mean, I, but it's if it's your own home, I know you can't. Maybe you're renting, you can't control the toilet situation, but like I, people who have the ability to spend this much time thinking about. How they how they were evolutionarily designed <laughs> Honestly, to poop? I think could like it's surprising that you don't see that in some homes. Like people install those, you know, the Japanese or Chinese toilets in the in the ground. Yeah, why don't you just why don't you squat low? It's like it's like if your mirror were like you know were adjusted too low in your car, and your answer to it was to like was to like rotate your seat like down thirty degrees yeah, so that like, like the, the mirror yeah, angle. Right. Is right. We've been working for twenty thousand years to not poop on the ground. Well, but also squatting's kind of tough. So, you know, you're saving yourself some you of that muscle. You build up the, th- the thigh muscles, <laughs> yeah. you know? We don't have those thigh muscles that we used to have, I guess. Yeah. But, but if, if the- you're not, the poop stool is, is designed, as, as I'm understanding it, to facilitate a squat. Because yeah, yeah, it just makes your yeah. knees up really high. Because you're supposed to yeah. release the muscles that are, that are clenched at that point. It's just oh, so you simulate. can still be on the seat. So you can yeah, you be still lazy. Sit on the seat. So yeah, you still But yeah. by, by uh, what they're saying is like there's a muscle that gets... Uh, it's straightening you out. It's bringing your knees up. Yeah. So by lifting you your knees to. up, that muscle like relaxes it, and then it's I feel like if the like kinesiologist looked at this, it wouldn't like if you're not actually like supporting yourself in the squat. It, right. Everything doesn't like still. Is it's it, not quite. Karen up on right. Shark Tank was very convincing. 
and uh, <laughs> was, was we're ready. I have no idea. If I were one <laughs> of the sharks, lady, I would say that is not. You're none of them. None of them position. made a deal. They were like, "Why don't you just sell? Like, why don't people just have like stacks of books by their toilet, and then you can read you'll it and stand on them?" So. And who wants to have a anyway. bunch of, of phone books? That so you have to I'm just doing a quick review of my notes, and this was a question about doing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. One, it's one, a wild ride. Okay. Jeff, yeah. Yeah. Everyone Jeff once poop gets in the episode, it's hard to get it out. <laughs> it yeah. really is. I think, I think <laughs> we all to know throw that. Out the whole episode, much like your underwear. <laughs> There's a lot of poop. Yeah. All right. B. Slammon says, cooking instructions for microwavable food. Does anyone really know the wattage of their microwave? I don't. I do. How yeah, do you? Because we had yeah. to buy one, and I was paying attention to that. Because I didn't want to get a, one that was too low wattage. Right. What is our wattage? A uh, thousand. Yeah. That's right. thousand. <laughs> Anything lower than that, the al- it's not going to work. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, I'm with you, B. Slam, and I wouldn't have known, even though I do remember it was something that we took into account when we bought our microwave. Yeah. Didn't our last microwave last for not very long? Mm, yeah, just, uh, I think, like nine months, not even a year, Ooh, maybe yeah. about a year. A microwave is the kind of thing, and I'm sure people will correct me if they themselves have gotten it fixed, but I feel like you just throw it out and get another one. Uh, the yes. idea of repairing it and actually they're having so to take cheap. it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. you can't even find... I feel like there there was a paradigm shift in this and i have no idea i mean i guess it's just with you know mass manufacturing and stuff became so cheap but like if you wanted to repair a a tv or any home appliance yeah like you can't god god bless you finding the place that still does that uh they just yeah i I just imagine a really dusty place there's one in burbank and i'm like this place is old dusty (laughs) and it probably has a lot of old tube televisions and it's a front for but something. like that yeah, yeah exactly i was gonna say they probably make all their Saul money Goodman from like there. yeah like selling uh you know like sim cards or something <laughs> right. like, it's like yeah. i don't yeah leah row 1018 says i won't drink or open milk that was brought home from the store more than a week ago no matter how far the expiration date al this you're nodding yeah milk is terrible i love it until yeah maybe a day or two and then i just have to dump it down the drain even if the Even expiration if it's date, before. it doesn't matter. It's yeah. open. Because have you ever eaten like half a bowl of cereal and then found out that it's bad? Because yeah. I have, and it's the worst. How fast but do you, you eat can't your cereal? Tell I don't know. I milk? just was like going through it. There was like really sugary, and then I was like, there's like a sour taste to this. Oh, yeah. yeah I hate and that then, feeling. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. What is going on? You know what it was? Is because like I grew up with uh, three other brothers, and so we could do you know gallons of milk a week. Yeah. So it didn't have enough time to go bad. Mm. And then I went to college and found out that milk goes bad. You're welcome, America. I've had that. Have you had that happen in your coffee? You probably haven't. Mm-hmm. You don't drink and coffee. It curdles. Well, bit. no. You take a few sips and you're like, something tastes weird about this. Oh, and then you go sniff the milk. And this happened to me once at Starbucks. Maybe Jenna was there pooping. <laughs> Not and, me. My little brother. Okay. Oh, the rule was he had to. Well, I usually. Yeah, I guess we both had to. That was the rule. It did right. it. Inclu- include Wait me. A include me. Wait a minute. Was that the rule? But you you did surreptitious trips. It sounds like that was the, the rule. Sometimes. Oh no, I was yeah. going to say, but I would just poop at work. But then you guys all knew where I worked, so now you all know I pooped at Daily Show. We so. know a lot That's about awesome, your pooping, though. though so yeah. I say, yeah, this is very. very I don't know. Can say that. I just so. feel it. The idea of not being able to <laughs> use your home bathroom makes me sad. Well, it was like such I just, could never relax. The first apartment we lived in 
together as roommates was tiny. I mean, it was like oh, no, the I know size are, of yeah. this room, like so small. And it was just like, Too if you much. poop in it, it just smells so bad. It's like pooping in a greyhound or something. Yes. Like who poop yeah. on. yes. Oh, that's fat. It's like, come, come on. on. Yeah, I agree. So small. Chuck didn't like it either. Okay. My little brother, because he felt like it's more comfortable to poop at home. Yeah. Right. It is. But yeah. not if you live in a place that's so... T- that that is New York living a place so tiny that you, you're not even comfortable pooping at home. Yeah, that is truly. Here's a question: yeah. Have you pooped on an airplane? Yes, mm. I think so. I have a long-standing record of never having to do that. I have never done that. Traveled Definitely. every week, never had to poop on it. Definitely. Is there more to that story? <laughs> no, I just have definitely done it. All right, Ugh. Dustin. Oh yeah, and if, if <laughs> I mean it, it is worth avoiding. If possible, sure. Yeah, it's it's as terrible as you think it would be, and maybe worse. It's like it's sub porta potty, right? I mean, the the smells better, but the environment is terrible. yeah, because yeah. it's it's never sufficiently moistened mm. on that little flap you, that's supposed to let. Oh, it, I have <laughs> let it so go down, and so that I have a just me problems when I pee in an airplane bathroom. I imagine that the metal between me and the world beneath me is gone as though I'm peeing on whatever state or city that you we're do? flying over. Yeah, because it's fun to think that you're... I am 30,000 feet up taking a leak on Chicago. I never think or that. Whatever. I, don't, I don't love that. I don't love that. I like Chicago. <laughs> Take that, I mean, Iowa. I mean, <laughs> what's a city people can hate without getting shit? <laughs> Is there one? A no. universally Moscow. Banned? Fuck you, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm flying over yeah. ISIS, I imagine I'm pissing on alarm. I gotta go pee. I gotta go pee now. Now, now, now. Go over <laughs> Moscow. Yeah. Um, all right. Leapfur says, you're being silently observed. Therefore, every gesture you make feels incredibly awkward and contrived. Ah, uh, just me or everyone. I have a question about this just me or everyone, which is, is she saying that when you're being silently observed, every gesture makes you feel this way? Or is she saying, you think does you everyone are. feel this way? Didn't, didn't we just, weren't we just talking about this recently? Was I telling you about... Forgive me if I've told this story before, but I was on a date with this guy and it was the kind of date where it was only a date to me. He thought he was out with his, you know, fat friend, Allison. <laughs> but I was like, it's all going to happen. I like him so much. And I was so self-conscious that I described, I feel like even the ends of my hair felt self-conscious. And I went to put my Diet Coke in the cup holder and it didn't meet resistance. And I was like, kept trying to find the cup holder. And I looked down and I was putting the cup in between his leg and the side of the seat, <laughs> not in the cup holder at all. And then my friend Mike, when I told him the story, because I wanted to die for like a week afterwards, he's like, he thought you were trying to get kinky with the drinky. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. That's funny. But that was that level of self-consciousness that night. Yeah, I think yeah. that happens to me if someone's, if you know, if I know I'm being watched and you start thinking about walking, suddenly yes. you're like, how, you know, it's like right, left, right, <laughs> right. Like it's everything becomes. Yeah, what are these awkward. situations where you're being silently you're, observed? You're being silently observed. Um, Focus groups? I don't know. Yeah. There was, this is like, there was, we were in Santa Clarita and there were clear. I mean, once you're Mormon, you can spot another Mormon <clears throat> pretty much a mile away. I don't know. 
There's just like it's a, a bandana. They, they have bandanas just like in the a back thing. You just know, right? Anyway, we were having dinner and there were a couple of girls. It was just at like a fast fast food place. One of those pizza, build your own pizza places uh, yeah. that are so popular right now. <laughs> anyway, we were, I was getting a drink and I could, they were like whispering mm. at the booth next to me and it was so awkward and I could tell they were just watching me. And, and it they, wasn't because they, they didn't recognize they from, recognized oh, me from the movie. Okay. Oh. And so, but it was like, just this like, everything I was doing, like, I'm going to get ice now. Yeah. But I knew that they were watching and whispering about it. So you're like it. performing it. It was very weird. Yeah. So that was, a, and he knew too. Yeah. He was like, they're so talking about you. So I kissed her on the cheek you. and then I ate my napkin. Just <laughs> mess with him. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. But that was, that's for me, it was like this very weird, like, how do I feel about this? Right. This is very yeah. uncomfortable. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. That'll happen to us sometimes when we're at our spot, the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, what's going what on? What did over she there? just do? I don't know. Oh, no. You can tell the story off. Well, <laughs> suddenly I will feel like someone was looking at me for a little bit too long. Yeah. And then it's always either they recognize my voice or they recognize me or there's something. And I'll say to Daniel, is there something weird on my face? <laughs> like, is something yeah. going on? Like, are they just looking at me because I look weird? Or is it possible that they recognize me? Um, and then I, I wonder if you do this. I had, I have to like play back the last minute and a half of what i said because like oh god what, oh, did, yeah. what was i just saying what oh was yeah I doing oh yeah like yeah. what did i say did i do anything embarrassing yeah <laughs> did they see me eat <laughs> <laughs> at this build your own pizza place yeah. right well and, and also for us oftentimes the grocery shopping would be right after i had done a show so Whatever I was saying was just talking all about work and the show. And I mean, not saying anything bad, but just you never know. Like, yeah. yeah, just my grocery store chat. Yeah. Although, and everyone knows that the grocery store is something we go, we do together. Mm-hmm. Recently, we had groceries delivered. <gasps> this was Al's dream right. come true. I want that for us. <laughs> well, you can have it. How was it? Was you it not have good? It. Well, Daniel wasn't even here. I wasn't here. So it was, um, you know. I wasn't thrilled with the fact that I had ordered the sugar-free fudgesicle popsicles, and instead I got the low-fat ones, which are 20 more calories per pop. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. It was. (laughs) Um, But other than that, I have to say the experience was not bad. There were a few items I forgot to get because I was like, oh, I'm just going to get the things we absolutely need. (laughs) <laughs> and fudgesicle popsicles um <laughs> but and i and then i thought since i was having them deliver it why did i not just get like everything we would have gotten at yeah. the store but sure. it really was pretty convenient and i thought maybe we should do this next time but then we didn't do it next time because because <sighs> you need the advance notice yeah i don't yeah. know i just feel like and it's weird because i enjoy being in front of a computer however if we're just going to stroll around a grocery store i'd rather do that in real life than shop by aisle. I loved it because it, it meant I didn't have to haul the groceries up the stairs. Ooh. You know? I thought you so loved really, that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's so fun when we do it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> There's yeah. no we. Reveal, I know. <laughs> revealing all these fissures in the... Yeah, I know. Real happy know. grocery time. I thought it was... I that's had this thing. idyllic vision. Plus... We go to a grocery store that is um, right on the edge of Sketchville. It's yeah. Like, it's like uh, there's always someone roaming the parking lot you have to keep an eye on, you know? Yeah. You guys it, are ruining my dream. Where's the romance anymore? Yeah. That's if what I'm wondering. Romance, Listen. If a couple can't <laughs> enjoy a sketchy have a happy grocery, grocery st- visit together and just 
appreciate luxuriate and each other i know we can't do it see daniel i know thank you (laughs) all right b slammin again says i can't even figure out another it's another microwave one i like it i can't even figure out the defrost mode does it really even defrost or cook it until it's rubber you you say that like you Amen. did pick these. Amen on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, look at this. Surprise. We have another microwave one. You selected them. You did. You did that. Well, oh, I don't curtain always abruptly pulled back. It's so cold here in the in the well, cold glare of Daniel's treatment of me and this segment. I'm still look, mad about the groceries, damn it. I don't remember. What are you mad mm-hmm. about? That I didn't let us do delivery twice? No, no, no. Just go ahead. Um, I didn't remember that I had selected this one, okay? And it's a pleasant surprise. Oh, look, it's, it's you, an old friend. Nice. About microwaves. <laughs> anyway, I only use the defrost mode if the thing that I'm defrosting says. Tells you to. Yes. I don't, I don't go crazy with it on my own. Oh, I, I've always found the defrost mode useless. Like it's like I, yeah. I carefully I look at what type of meat it is and the and how many pounds and I put and I like read the instructions and do the whole thing and then it's and then it's like oh power like two five minutes and then the thing is still like mm-hmm. there's just like a light glistening yes. of like water on the outside and the yeah. thing is still rock hard frozen and I'm just like. Which, and then it takes 15 minutes to do it in the microwave, and you think, well, if I put it in a pan of water in the sink, it would it take right. me 15 minutes. Yeah, and then I just like pour warm water, and I, said, I throw it in there. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> that works, too. The warm water. Do you remember when microwaves first came out? Which, by the way, I'm realizing no. young listeners will be like, what? They've always been around. Did um, they first come out in our lifetime? I feel like maybe they, they were first out come out in our we... lifetime, but they became popular. Well, I remember when we didn't yeah, have one. I remember, I remember when we, we first one. got. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those yeah. like TVs were invented, but then most families got them right like fifteen years later or something. Well, I remember people used to say, "Oh, a microwave cooks from the inside out." Yeah, they did say that. Yes, is that true? I don't think so because in. The story that Dustin's telling, and in all my microwaving experience, you put something in there, the outside cooks first. I think what they mean is that it cooks, like, the water in it. Well, no. It cooks that- from the inside? Of Because the outside. it's vibrating the, mo- <laughs> the molecules of yes. the thing? I think that's I what know. they're suggesting. However, something is, it's always frozen in the center and yeah. uh, not on the outside. Curious. 3D Writer says... And this is also this is a real food centric one. Just mirror everyone: peanut butter and Nutella on a warm tortilla instead of bread. Yep. Snapchat. Never done that, but that sounds good. It does sound good. Anything it's on like a tortilla a is pretty crepe. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roldamo says, "Just mirror everyone: smoke menthol cigarettes and chew cinnamon gum, just so people won't ask for any." Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, that's disgusting. It's and no, definitely, yeah. I do. Yeah, I you do don't that. do either. You don't do either. <laughs> I like no. cinnamon gum. Cinnamon, cinnamon gum? gum? Yeah. Just, yeah. It's yummy. Really? I don't you, chew it like you regularly. afraid of violent mint. <sighs> Not violent cinnamon. Yeah. I like cinnamon flavor. Yeah. Although I don't like the atomic fireball cinnamon flavor. I yeah. need it toned down. A right. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find... I remember a while ago realizing, oh, wait. The artificial cinnamon of like a Red Hot or a cinnamon gummy bear or gum is actually supposed to be the same flavor as cinnamon... That you would put Oops. on like pumpkin pie or something. Yeah, and it's totally different. Okay, thank you. Yeah, totally. That's what I think too. Mm-hmm. 
Mrs. Saxman says, can't look in the mirror in the dark. Something may jump out and kill me. Like what? Don't know. Won't chance it. Hashtag. I'm so irrational. Mirrors in the dark can be frightening. Oh, totally. It's like that movie that I've talked about before. Mirrors in the dark? scared the shit out of me. No. Skeleton Key. Oh. It was a ridiculous, oh, ridiculous yes. movie. But it scared me so much. And a mirror played a role in that movie. Why did you see a horror movie? <sighs> Do you really want to know? I'm sure it has to do with a date. <laughs> yeah. My boyfriend at the time was reviewing it. And oh, I right, went right. with him, yeah. Mm. You know mm. aforementioned boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we went in the daytime and everything. And, it's, and I laughed. I laughed during the movie. It was so stupid. And then I went home and was scared <laughs> for days. Isn't that why you won't go to Louisiana with me, Jenna? It's part the of the reason. Is I, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. I love Louisiana. Yeah. Is it scary with mirrors? Like, is it m- mirror-based horror? No, mirror it's, stuff. it's swamp town-based. And voodoo. Yeah. Voodoo. voodoo horror. Oh, because yeah. that's real. Yeah, that's why I can't go there. I, I can't go there either, Jenna. No, I, that movie really traumatized me. I'm yes. like, people really believe this stuff that down there, and there's We're, all this weird sort of religion things I don't story. understand. Ghost? Yeah. See, I told you the other day what the proper reaction to ghosts is. What? Right, you should be stoked when you see you, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I you stepped, stepped on it. You stepped on it. I, I would, no, pretend no, this I, is Allison's show, everybody. Pretend. <laughs> she'll, she'll tell the stories. <laughs> pretend. See, Daniel. Pretend I hadn't said that. I want to hear how you would have told it. Well, everyone, they scream and they get scared when they see ghosts. Instead, you should be, fuck, yes. There's life after death. This is fucking awesome. You should be jumping around. They can't do anything to you anyway. It's a fucking party. It means we get to live after we die. You're right. That's a better It's the best thing that could ever happen. (laughs) I guess I'm not so much afraid of like ghosts necessarily, but I feel like, and maybe this is just really ridiculous, but like, I do think there's good ghosts and bad ghosts, right? Oh, well, yeah, for in the movie, sure. there were. Right. And so if you get a bad one, you're in trouble. Because I, I mean, what are they going to do to you? I don't know. Just haunt you, just live in your nightmares, yeah, bug but it's you still all awesome. day. Even the worst ghost you can imagine. Even the they worst. They can have the courtesy to leave your nightmares to you. Well, <laughs> yeah. Thank the, you. The absolute, like, if there was a Jack the Ripper ghost who would just torment you with horrifying visions, it's still the best thing that has ever happened in your life. I don't know. I don't know. If See, but I already believe in, like, an afterlife. Means that, that so they I'm like, exist, like, right. yeah. like, lives that you would, like, maybe. It's a consciousness that lives on in some in the spectral form. You know, maybe it's not. It Maybe it's just the motion. Maybe it's just a a physical it's a zombie physical motion because it means you, you harm be scared of them i'm just saying maybe you shouldn't mm-hmm. also be psyched you don't know <laughs> listen i'll be psyched if i see it. i'm telling the spectral community out there if they listen to allison rosen as your new best friend oh my i'm God. just gonna give them an exercise make yourselves else. known to me i will love it it'll be awesome we'll have a party all right, you're letting the spectral community know yeah, they're, they're welcome. Ghost this party. goes out. I don't know if do they get iTunes. I sure <laughs> I hope so. I know how ghost community. However, you normally listen to podcasts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, click do, five on the comments. That's right. I'm five just imagining on the floating headphones. I feel like I those numbers don't <laughs> come through on Lisbon. Lisbon. <laughs> no, no, they use Lisbon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like it. Not Lisbon. Um. But back to Skeleton Key. Yes. It was a a ghost story. 
And it was stupid, but really scary still. I thought I, it I said was this, scary. Like, I said the same thing four times. It just, I'm it still was, traumatized. But it was ghost story, also possessions. Yes. And then it had that whole element of witch doctor, uh-huh. magic, voodoo, which and I race find relations. kind of scary. Yes. Remember the whole race relations thing? Yes. And yeah. Race relations. And yep. seances and drawing a circle in salt <laughs> all these horrible i know i'm scaring have you Allison. seen the serpent in the rainbow it. no and i won't no. i watched the documentary about the amityville horror the real story i would never the even other see day that. i don't but want it to actually, the real or the fake but it actually makes you realize how ridiculous the movies are why because it was because they can totally prove that it's all ridiculous oh really yeah and it's actually really interesting it's on netflix watch it it's only like an hour I think it would scare me. It might. So wait, do they say like, oh, when they thought the walls were bleeding, it was actually just a humid summer and the paint was, is it like that? Uh, A little bit of that. Um, And they have a lot of people who spent time in the house. Hold on. Did you hear that? Oh my gosh. Did you hear that? I'm so stoked. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Fuck yes. Violins. (laughs) (laughs) They heard you. Oh my we God. can all live as violins, <laughs> <laughs> just like Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> but they basically said, like, there were a lot of people who spent time in the house who felt absolutely nothing, and then they kind of think that the people who really started all the stories were actually the family that moved in after the family that that actually about- died or whatever. Oh, okay. And so, anyway, they just basically say it's like this amazing hoax. That went just out of control. Damn it. Yeah. But it's still really interesting. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. So, you know. I don't know. Hopefully we'll have a poltergeist or something. What? Stop. Stop <laughs> inviting scary My stepdad used to swear that we had um, some sort of poltergeist or something. Oh, he funny. had all these stories that he'd tell me where ha- things were happening. It would scare you, right? No, actually, those stories didn't scare me. I I just was like... Is it true? I didn't know if he was telling the truth or not. He said, like, oh, in the middle of the night, um, silverware would go missing. And then one day I was looking in the um, in the closet with the with the water heater. And there's like a shelf that's really high. And I found all the silverware like up there. And a bunch of empty cartons of ice cream. It was really yeah. weird. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. They were all spoons. Yeah. All the spoons. Um, but it, why would a ghost do that? Yeah, I, don't I mean, honestly, that back to your like point, sometimes Dustin. Sometimes late at night, <laughs> ghosts take the fine silverware and they sell it at a pawn shop. Well, it's shop. like, hey, good news. <laughs> they can't have those low-fat fudgesicles you right. guys have. Good news. <laughs> there is life after death. Bad news. You'll no spend spoons. eternity moving silverware into a closet. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> My good brother, and bad. We had a condo in Park City that was right next to an old graveyard that no one went to anymore. <laughs> oh, the and old ones are the worst. it was like mm-hmm. from, whereas Park City was a mining town, so it was all these miners who died in the mines and their gravestones. And Daniel is getting a boner right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I, I do. I know. <laughs> Not the boner part, but and, yes. <laughs> and my brother lived there for a summer, and he said that he was certain it was haunted. Absolutely how, how certain. Did he, why? Uh, because he said one night he woke he woke up and he saw someone coming at him in his bed and he w- got so scared he jumped up and he tried to tackle the person because he was certain someone was there. Wow! And he just you know fell to the ground and actually said it really hurt because he was like full force 
thinking he was going to be tackling a person. But and he was just sleeping. I know. So well, you can totally uh, like pr- disprove most of it. I think a lot of the noises were like. Then he had cold dust caked on his face. <gasps> <gasps> I mean, he. W- I think what a lot of it was is that it was an older condo, and like I think when they built it, there was a condo. They built it with ghosts in it. Next to an Indian graveyard. Well, there's that. Obviously, it's Utah. Come on, yep. right? Yeah, and but. The condos were, you know, they were touching each other. And so I think they had built the stairs all the way across. So when the neighbors walked on their stairs, it sounded like someone was walking on your stairs. Oh, yeah. So there were, I think there were little things like that that my Just brother. Yeah, you I am freaked, freaked out right out. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know what's really. What is that sound? <laughs> I don't know. That's Wendy's making guttural. Oh, okay. Um, Is that Wendy? That is? Oh. That's her running around. Oh, it's funny. The same things. I was like, those are super annoying. (laughs) But I think they're cute when they're Wendy. Um, Speaking of things that are creepy, and I don't want to spoil anything, although I don't know if you can spoil real life. The Jinx. I know you're a couple. We finished. Of the, oh, you finished last night. Oh, Do you, you feel, stayed up late, and I had okay. nightmares. Yeah, it's. I was like super into it and not creeped out the entire time until I got to the end, and suddenly I'm like, uh oh, super creeped out. I don't know what it was about the ending. Well, and also then I read a bunch of news stories, and I'm like, oh, I think there's that a lot. really contributed to it. Yeah, there's. Yeah, but we we avoided the news, and still that final episode was exhilarating, just yes. because you're confronting this person. And it's like, and and now all of a sudden, you you believe that maybe this guy's innocent, and you're with the director or the the documentary right. guy, and then all of a sudden it's like, I yeah. don't think he oh. is right. See, now I, you're backing him into the corner, just like he has been before. See, right? I knew I knew he was guilt. No, I'm spoiling it, but it's like I knew. I don't. I feel like it's this. It's been a long time. It's aired. It I aired. think it's okay to spoil it because so we're talking. It's um. Real estate tycoon uh, Robert Durst, who's uh, apparently has murdered, possibly has murdered some people, who knows, but got away with it. Uh, and on HBO, they made a documentary series about him where they interviewed him. It's the same guy that made the movie All Good Deeds. Is that All Good Things? All Good Things, which was a fictional, or not fictional, but a, a movie about him, about is him, now yeah. making a documentary about him. And he was just arrested in real life. So that's why I feel like we're not spoiling it because that news was everywhere. Yeah, it's been all over yeah. the news. Have you been following this, Dustin? Uh, not closely, but I did hear the news when okay. he was arrested in real life. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what it referred back to. I knew, like, I separately knew that the jinx was about some kind of, like, true crime thing that had not been solved, but I didn't, right. like, piece the two together. Oh, until gotcha. Late yeah. in the game. I think the thing that was really creepy was what you learned you read an article after we watched it about his history of um, killing animals yes. and stuff. They don't. This talk is about. my. Here's my thing about it. When you watch the Jinx, you really, like you're saying, Alan, you're kind of like, oh, maybe he is innocent. I don't know. And then by the end, you're like, I don't know. It's not looking good for him. Yeah. My. What I believe is. I think. Because he. By the end, 
not only is there evidence that seemingly is stacking up against him, but he himself seems more and more crazy the way he's talking, the way he sounds. And he does this thing where he talks to himself and the mic catches it when he thinks he's by himself. I think he was talking to himself the whole time and they just chose to use it at the end. There's no way someone constantly talks to themselves when they're alone and you're only aware of it at the very end. I think they purposefully presented him in a much more lucid way than he really is. I have a feeling that if any of us spent an afternoon with him, we'd be like, Mm. that guy is crazy and creepy. But so anyway, I, when I read about him, the judge from Galveston, Galveston, yeah, said that after he was acquitted, right? Acquitted, Mm -hmm. she found a cat head on her stoop. No, this was, she found it after he fled, right? He he was arrested and then he posted bail and disappeared. Oh, right. And I think she said that's when she found a severed cat head on her front doorstep. Yeah, but she said that like whoever did it, it knew what they were doing because it was very expertly severed or something. Mm -hmm. And apparently he had... uh, a series of seven Alaskan Malamutes, all named Igor, and all of them died within six months of him getting them. He had a series of them. And then he said... Oh, right. And then uh, from, I think, the prison tapes, he was talking about being outside of his husband... Uh, his husband, what am I saying? He's talking about being outside of his brother's house looking in the window, and he wanted to, quote-unquote, pull an Igor. And, and he, his, this is when he had guns... This is when he was outside his house and then um, he was like caught or something and said he was going to, quote, commit suicide. But he was actually there because he was thinking about killing his brother. Or at least that's what they think. Oh, I didn't read. That wasn't in the article that I read. But I'm sorry. But but then he was saying he was going to Igor him. Igor him. Or pull an Igor. And then his wife was like, honey, honey, stop, stop, honey. They're recording this. Yeah. So I think reading that like really creeped me out. Yeah. I was creeped out from the very beginning. The whole thing was just so weird. But I had a terrible dream last night that we were in a car with him. Alan and I were. And he was just like taunting us the whole time. Just like being super weird and creepy and saying awful things. So I really was totally freaked out. (laughs) Yeah. He would totally do it. He would. He would. It was well done though. It was. I I thought it was one of the best of that type of. I had so many questions after that. I do too. It was like, ugh. Well, there's all sorts of questions about the ethics of the guy who made it because when did he hand the evidence over? Right. And he claims that the, um, the like big gotcha reveal at the end, he claims that that was only discovered in the, you know, Recently. Recently, but that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it was recorded in 2012. Right. And then the thing with the handwriting, he didn't hand that over till like last summer. But still very compelling. Yeah. Yeah. I was a lot of fun, but it was pretty trauma. I mean, freaky. Really yes. freaky. All right. And here's our last Just Me or Everyone. This is an exceedingly long episode. I hope everyone <laughs> has loved it. Um okay aquavert says just mirror everyone that uncomfortable feeling when the public bathroom stall has wall gaps too wide who designs these things yes i always look at that as like ground settling and somehow something has shifted and now the door is being pulled away from where it closes i don't know but you're right i really don't like that it's awful yeah yeah 
It's definitely that, that feeling of if I can see them, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can see me too. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Very so cool. much. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Dustin? No, I, I like, I love your theory about the ground. set. that's so kind to the people who put these things. The, in. Yes. The, the, perhaps indifferent crews who put, <laughs> yeah. put these bathroom stalls together and it might just be shoddy construction. Well, listeners, if any of you are involved in the installation of restroom doors and the things that they, what, what is it? The strike. Sorry plate? for impugning your integrity. Builders of finer you know, restrooms, public group. bathroom stall, yes. uh, guild, I would just like to know how does that happen if you have any kind of information about that. Now, I also claimed do earlier. <laughs> do what? Do you what? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I really do. Okay. I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> I want to know. Will we come back as violins? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to know why my voice got so high the when jinx I said that. Part two. <laughs> and I want to know Who all about put the gaps in these stalls. stalls that's right. Um, and earlier I said that we were going to discuss what our next ringtone should be. However, I say we bring back that discussion on the next episode. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Wait a minute. I don't remember that. Daniel, going blue. I don't remember the last part. That one's good. It's. Also, sort of in the realm of our current ringtone, though, mm-hmm. hey, go fuck yourself, mm-hmm. meaning it's not like you wouldn't want it to play at a kid's birthday party. But then again, <laughs> touch the tushy, which is really a leader in the clubhouse. You wouldn't want that one to play at a yeah, kid's I birthday party either. Yeah, I think that's also either. not a kid's birthday right. party song. Yeah. Maybe There's Snapchat. a lot of poop. There's a lot of poop. There's a lot of poop. Well, we're going to we'll talk about it. In Here I am talking about it. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's real classic me. Let's talk about this next time. Here's the thing we're going to talk about next time. Oh, we are talking about it now. Mm-hmm. I've got to move on from that. Um, but I told you guys that I was going to tell you about another one of my new sponsors who I am absolutely in love with. And you're probably familiar with Retail Me Not. In fact, I was talking to my sister about the Retail Me Not app. And she's like, oh, I already have that. I'm like, oh, well, why didn't you tell me about it when you first got it? Since you have the you know inside scoop on all the apps that you need. But anyway, she didn't tell me. That's just really so her. But I'm telling you guys about the Retail Me Not app. Um, So if you're like me, then you get a coupon and you think, I'm definitely going to use this. And then you find yourself in the store and you're like, damn it, the coupon's at home. That's my system. Get a coupon, put it in the kitchen, never take it with me when I go anywhere. Which is why when I heard about the Retail Me Not app, I was so excited about it because it's a way to have any coupon that you would want to use right in your phone, right there, so you don't have to lug around coupons or even remember to put them anywhere. It's just from the app. You can search for coupons. You can uh, have it searched by location. There's over 50,000 stores, coupons from 50,000 stores, all in one place, Kohl's, Domino's, Best Buy, Pottery Barn. There's so many of them. I would urge you to just search for whatever it is you're looking for, and you'll probably find some amazing coupon. Um, and, and it works whether you're in the store. You can just use the coupon right on the app, or you can also use it with online shopping. Um, so really amazing deals like 60% off, free shipping, free gifts with purchase. Uh. <laughs> 
You guys can get a text invite to download the free Retail Me Not app right from your phone. So here's how you do it. Just text Allison to 42767. Again, text Allison to 42767. And then you can redeem the coupons right from your phone whenever you're checking out. It's that easy. So uh, Retail Me Not is the best way to have thousands of coupons right on your phone so you can save money. Again, text Allison to 42767, and then you'll get a, uh, a text with a link to download it. And then you do that, and then they'll be like, oh, look, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. What an awesome show. And now all these people are downloading the Retail Me Not app, and they are all loving it. This is working out perfectly. So again, text Allison to 42767. Message and data rates may apply. For terms and privacy, visit RetailMeNot.com. All right, this is now an over two-hour podcast, wow. it's a marathon podcast. I got to say, it's a little bit too much of us probably. <laughs> and only 90% of it was poop talk. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. All the support means so much to me. Um, thank you for the Amazon support. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show immensely. Thank you for all of that. Also, uh, thank you so much for all the PayPal support. There's PayPal links on the right side of my website that... Um, is a huge help as well. You can buy the aforementioned ringtone. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. And we have two special bonus episodes recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and the former Thursday Gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can get those just by searching Allison Rosen in the iTunes store. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Oh, and something I want to put out there. I was thinking too many of the people on this podcast are in happy relationships. Um, and I feel like what we are missing is the single person's dating adventures voice. So because that was always something that when I was single, I always liked to talk about that. I'm always interested in like, what's it like for people out there? So if if anyone wants to share their experience of being single and trying to meet people, um, email us a story. Maybe we'll share it on the podcast, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. And again, people oftentimes are like, How, what's the best way for me to listen to this? There's a plethora of ways to listen to it. Any sort of way is good, but I would recommend if you're on uh, iOS, go just download it from the podcast app in the iTunes store. iTunes is a good way to listen to it. Um, but all the other ways are good as well. Okay, Jeff, where should people go for you? You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and my podcast. I think that we should move on. All yes. right, I'm almost done with my plug. Is, <laughs> uh, Barracuda Radio, if you like art, lowbrow art, hot rods, cars, rock and roll, tune in. Excellent. Daniel? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. Alan? At Alan Moss on Twitter and Instagram. Jenna? Uh, check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. Al's on it with me, and we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. You can find that on my website, JennaKimJones.com, or just go to iTunes and search Jenna Kim Jones. And Dustin? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison.